This is Podcast Evasion F, 2150, AD, episode 22. Uh, with me as always are uh, Andrew oh. and Stephen. If only just. And uh, <coughs> I'm your regular host, Gordon, and we're doing a second video of Amber episode today. Uh, kind of, yep, sorry. sorry. There's a hair on my mic. <laughs> is that a euphemism? <laughs> anyway, it's a second video of Amber episode, uh, Halloween special, even though we're a couple of days late, but so what? It, as Ministry once said, every day is Halloween. And as, as the finale of Buckaroo Banzai said, so what a big deal. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we're going to talk about Doctor Who a little bit as well, because oh, there's God. been a few episodes <laughs> since last time. Uh, we're going to start off with just random news and what has anyone been watching anything good? Well, happily, nobody's died. We'll just get that one in. Actually, that to play Dal from Happy Days. Yes. Uh, died a couple of days ago. Whose oh. name I can't remember off no, the top of my head. Can I. Um, also, but, uh, also Fred Dalton Thompson. When did he die? Sunday, Monday, Happy Days. Too soon. Yeah, Fred Dalton Thompson. Um, a famous name uh, was uh, one time senator was involved with the Watergate scandal. Oh yeah, uh, familiar name. Um, was in Die. He's the. I thought it was about to say Fred Olin Ray, the B movie no, director. He's, he's uh, the head of the airport in Die Hard Two, and he's in Hunt for Red October, and yeah. um, one of those kind of faces that from about yeah, the I late eighties to the mid yeah. to the late eighties to the early nineties was in practically every yeah. film. Um, and he was in Law and Order, and yeah, and he just recently died. But yeah, quite quite a famous figure both politically and then when he turned acting. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, uh, it was a very important trailer released. Oh, and um, the guy that played Dunbar in Seeds of Doom for for Doctor Who folk out there, whose name escapes oh. me at the moment, uh, mm. died just the other day. Uh, favorite actor of uh, Douglas Dougie Canfield as well. So, um, whose name, forgive me, off the top of my head, uh, has has slipped. But it will come back to me eventually. Yeah. Once I once I go into my yeah <laughs> tablet. <laughs> but uh, yes, a very important trailer was released. Uh, Richard Brothers season six trailer uh, coming back early <laughs> next. No, no, I'm I'm not going to try and keep that going. For uh, yeah, Star Wars trailer came out. Yeah, boring, wasn't it? Just nothing to it. Just just. <laughs> Sorry. To quote the internet, it gave me all the feels. <laughs> I'm not. No, there's no jokes there. I'm not going anywhere with that joke. No. Uh, yeah, it's Star Wars is back. The th- um, just the music, just that that the fact that the original music was on the trailer. Yeah. We never got that with the prequels to to a great great degree. But now with the, did a bit. The, 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 I did go back and watch okay, all the okay, people okay, trailers. Okay. One, um, the people trailers all shite. <laughs> uh, but it, but but that was, was that's your signpost that Star Wars, the proper true Star Wars, is yeah. back, and I'm already getting goosebumps. I I I I always said when they were going, when they were doing seven, eight, and nine, I I said I'm never gonna I'm never gonna buy into this. I said, you know it's just, it's yeah. it's nothing. It's all right. I've been put off by the prequels, and then suddenly you go and start seeing the the, the trailers, and you're thinking. Oh shit, here we go again. <laughs> Can I just get forth philosophical here and say yeah. the egg has not yet hatched. This is true. How do you know it's back? This is true. No, well, no, well, well. It well, looks good. It does. I saw it. Han Solo in the trailer. I saw R2-D2 in the trailer. I saw the Millennium Falcon. I saw a 
ship that looks like the Millennium Falcon in the trailer. Um, the shell looks good. Yeah. Well, well, the Lego set says it's a Millennium Falcon. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, they may have changed the tune, but yeah, okay, I've, seen all that, right. I've seen that come with it. Okay, the Millennium Falcon then. The Millennium, we'll say the Millennium yeah. Falcon. Um, but, but that's that's Star Wars. To me, that's yeah. Star Wars. You know, if those elements are there, if Han Solo's there, um, and Leia's there, it's Star Wars. That to me is Star Wars. Okay. Not Jar Jar Binks. Not <laughs> not Luke, because we, in, to a degree, we had Luke. In the prequels as well, or well, no, we did. We did. We did have a version of Luke. Yeah. To a degree, it was, yeah, it was the same was, story, yeah, but in a different character. Yeah, in a shit yeah. one. Think, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, but um, if you have a, a vagabond yeah. smuggler and all that, then fine. That God, you had to get Wars. Bond in as well, didn't you? Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that to me is Star Wars. Yeah. I I always when I was watching Star Wars, I always kind of looked at Han Solo I didn't see the story oh, of yeah, Skywalker you know so th- see, as long as that's there that's Star see, my, Wars to me you see my Star qualification for is it Star Wars or not is if it's is got a Star bit Wars. wider <laughs> <laughs> no I mean to me I mean the Clone Wars cartoon animated series was good mm-hmm. but to me Star Wars Rebels immediately feels more like Star Wars than anything since the original trilogy yeah, fine. Yeah, because it's it's basically uh, not the Millennium Falcon and not the Millennium Falcon crew, the TV series. Got you right. It's it's Firefly. Yeah, <laughs> and it's actually the series they originally pitched back when mm. we were doing the Clone Wars. Got you. And George Lucas insisted, no, it's got to be about the characters in the people movies. So they just said, right, okay, George, waited, waiting until George had fucked off. <laughs> Then did what they wanted to do in the first place. Good, good. They ironically called it Rebels as well. Kenneth yeah. Gilbert. <laughs> Kenneth, Kenneth Gilbert, Gilbert is the actor, actor who played yeah. Dunbar. Uh, yes. Uh, and damn good he is. But yeah, I, I love the way they're treating the events of the original trilogy as a big mythical legendary yes. thing. That, and uh, from, from, the, from the trailer you can kind of tell that Han is going to be the Ben Kenobi figure, I think, already. Yeah. Um, kind of passing the baton on to the younger generation, which is fine. That yeah. that, that works perfectly for me. And, uh, just so long as he doesn't do yeah. Ben Kenobi, <laughs> please. Um, and just that shot, the Millennium Falcon in hyperspace <sighs> gets me every single time I watch it because it's it's familiar, but it's yeah. not familiar. And yeah. You never yeah. saw it framed that way in the original trilogy, and it just looks fucking awesome. It, it, and if the trailer's anything to go by, they've done some really nice, smart work on the CGI. You can tell it's CGI, but some bits, but it's some but oh boy, good mixture. But yeah, the the, the, the there's obviously been model work. Yeah. That even the CGI is based on the models. Yeah. You know, so that, that, there's 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 a there's a material there. Yeah. It's not it's it's not so quite plasticky, and you can kind of you could sort of reach out and touch it and sort of right. Which is what you get with the original films, and you never got with the prequels. And that that was the other thing that kind of just basically chilled me out with the with the prequels was the amount of CGI. It just this is the thing. There's more model work in the prequels than you think. I know that, but it's just it's just it's still, just not used well. Yeah, it just it doesn't it doesn't quite work for me. But then after I'm 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 a CGI fool. 
I'm, I'm look, yeah. I don't mind if it's used well. If it works, it works. It's when if, it's not if, used. If it works, it works, and if it doesn't, it sticks. It's like, the same practical effects. If they're not used well, it's like oh fuck off. <laughs> yeah, but you, yeah, but even, but you can even. There's, there's a kind of a, a little bit of a nostalgia about a bad special effect. Well, but Davy's not in that car. Being, well, no, he's in the car, but the car's not on the road being chased by the truck with Bond in it. Oh, right, okay. There was some um, bad, bad backscreen oh, work. Oh, right, yes, 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 yes. Uh, I was about, I was about <laughs> to actually give a Bond example. Despite the fact that not every model effect in Goldeneye is good, you still have a sort of nostalgic feel of yeah. they're trying their best and it, it's, it, it works. Even if you can see the wires and you can see this, that, the next thing, you still kind of think it's it's good film and it's and it's in the kind like of film. Like Carl Weathers' third arm in Predator. Yes. They tried. They failed, but they tried. There's a shot in Predator where Carl Weathers gets his arm blown off. Yeah, that's that's not the filmmaker's fault. Unfortunately, uh, you can still see his his arm kind of tied behind yeah, him. Right. Along with the prosthetic. Not if you're watching in the cinema. The reason that you see that is because it's been unmasked. Oh, normally, okay. if, you, if you watch it normally, and if you watch the DVD and whatever, you'll get the black border, which will cover that up. Okay, I'm the going to, have to, I'm the going to reason, check that. The only reason that people are aware of it and kind of look for it now, you, you do see it for a couple of frames in the DVD or, or in, a, in a widescreen copy. But the only reason that people are so, so aware of it now is that when it came out on video, obviously they unmasked the bottom and top of the oh, screen. Right, rather than cutting the sides. Rather than cutting the sides, okay. they unmasked the top and the bottom that would of the screen. It. So that there's it's the same with the Abyss. If you watch the Abyss on old VHS uh, full screen copy, you you watch the scene where the water comes into the, the um, into the ship yeah. and they're kinda of going, Oh look at that, it's making a face and all that and you've got all these ripples in the room that are being sort of created by the, the big tubular wave no if you look at the top of your screen you you can see quite clearly a rod tapping away at a piece of tin foil that's what's creating the ripples in the room oops i'd never knew about um, have a look if you've if you, if you got an old vh i think there's a, a bit of a feature on the, the dvd about it as well that um, this is what you shouldn't have seen but it's yeah. but that's that's why the predator thing comes out because folk are kind okay. of aware of it because it's I'll let so them obvious off so, I'll let them off with it anyway because yeah. it's a brilliant it's still, film it's, and I don't yeah. it's just like a <laughs> I, just, I just thought I'd point yeah. that you, you know yeah. don't lay the blade it's sometimes yeah. not always yeah. the filmmakers but you know you love things like that yeah. that's why I like with CGI you, you don't get that many mistakes with CGI as well which makes my nitpicking so so boring <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway. my, my, my one hope for the movie is that uh, Captain Phasma doesn't go out like a chump like uh, Darth Maul did in Phantom Menace I'm I'm just I'm just curious how um, I think it the, there's a thing in the news today about uh, Gwendolyn Christie Christie, uh, she's saying that uh, the the stormtrooper that she's playing, whose name escaped Captain, Captain Phasma, um, that that's is, exactly who I'm on yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, Is uh, is quote quintessentially a female icon. Okay. This is a clone stormtrooper. No, uh, no, the stormtroopers haven't been clones for a long time. Oh, okay, fair enough. I'm, I'm, see, I'm missing the story. See, I don't get the spin-offs. I just have the films. I <laughs> you, don't... you did actually ask me about this before. The stormtroopers are yes. no longer clones. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I, I think I asked you on Facebook, and I don't yeah. pay attention to stuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <anyway>. No, uh, <laughs> I, as of... Ve- actually, no, somebody else asked me. Yeah, somebody else asked me, yeah, yeah. yeah. As of Rebels, Rebels shows uh, stormtrooper training 
facility and it is recruits. Oh, okay, now, that's, that's, that's cool. Yeah. And they're actually playing up a bit of this at the moment because some of the original clone troopers have come back in Series 2. Hmm. And there's some interesting stuff going on there about basically, I hope you bought a better class of soldier than these stormtroopers of yours. God. The, the, you know you, you know that the start the Star Wars films, you have that great role yeah. sort of trying to explain the story. It's going to be a long one in this one then, in that <laughs> case, isn't it? I just to say it. And all you need is... All you need is... Shit happens. Here we go. <laughs> all you say is, in A New Hope, um, the, when they were crossing the bridge, one of the stormtroopers smacked his head off the door, you saw his chin, and we thought... Right, they're humans. They're dumb. They have. To, I can't be clones. We'll write this in to change them from clones to humans because clones wouldn't be that stupid. No, George Lucas went the other way with like clones, though. Yeah, because so clones. because a stormtrooper banged his head up. in a new hope. George Lucas said, "Oh, I'd better explain why yes, that happened." Uh-huh. Yes. yes, it's like George. Uh-huh. <laughs> Fuck off. And then he went and the, the special effects guys went and added a similar shot of a stormtrooper banging his head in one of the prequels as well. Yeah. And, Jan- we... yeah, and Jango Fett does it running into the ship. Yeah. It's oh, just no. like, George, you don't need to explain everything. It's a defect in the helmet. It's 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 the spatial awareness is fucked. And now, the storm, now that rogue stormtrooper has to rescue itself from Pompey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But we'll get, but we'll get theirs later. Yeah, <laughs> you see, they should have just if they wanted decent clone structure, they should just clone Princess Leia. She doesn't shoot that many times in the movies, but when she does, she hits what she aims at. She doesn't stay on target. Uh, excuse, <laughs> yep. excuse the filth, but she get her buns in that helmet. <laughs> <laughs> she needs need a shitload of gaffer tape this time. Yeah. Anyway, um, anyway, <laughs> flying all over that. Yeah. One. <laughs> Anyway, let's steer the, the, the ship back. So, so yes, so, anyway, so, yeah. uh, what, other so yeah. things, what other things have been going on? Uh, oh, there's a very famous secret agent. Oh, yeah. Very famous. Yes. Colonel K. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Danger Mouse. Danger Mouse. It's superb. I haven't, um, I haven't seen any of it yet. Oh, it's uh, ace. Especially uh, the one about the toilet. It's just Lots of toilet humour. <laughs> I've caught a couple of episodes. Um, just with, the, with all the other stuff that started the last few weeks, it's just. Uh, I've got. I've, I've caught a couple of episodes and I've, I've got a couple on my my um my set top, and um, and yeah, I'm I'm still no, I'm, I'm really still on the I'm still yeah, on the nah. It's not the original, but it it works. It is good. Yeah, I I do I do enjoy it. And then Thunderbirds came back as well. Oh, God, yes. I forgot about Thunderbirds. The only thing I didn't like about uh, Danger Mouse was the Bang Greenback. I didn't like his voice. I thought he was... Yeah, I I heard his voice in the trailer. I I thought, it's it's, it's Uh, Robert Davi. He was very croaky in the original. And he's he's lost all his croakiness. Yeah, he had a frog in his his throat. Anyway... (laughs) But that's gone. Um, but, uh, yeah, no. Stephen Fry is good as Colonel K, and uh, Armstrong. Oh, I didn't. Armstrong's good. Armstrong's really I didn't good. even know Stephen Fry was Colonel K. Armstrong's good. Armstrong's 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 good. Armstrong's Armstrong's just Armstrong's that light yeah, touch yeah, of kind yeah. of. He's got that quintessential Englishness about him. He's yes. Just, oh, excuse me, he's mouse. Yeah. He's very different. Stiff upper lip and then he's very good. Yes, yeah. yes. And pe- the guy who plays Penfield just plays him pretty much as. Barry says I, I don't it. know who it is that's painful. I can't remember no. offhand. But no. yeah. No, it, it works. It, yeah, it's, it's, it is Danger Mouse for the Are we, we going to get a Gaelic language version, though? What, Donny Murdo? Donny Murdo. No, I don't <laughs> think so, no. Did he not sing for a Lundwick or something? There's a female character as well, which I didn't recognise. Like no, she's not the original. She's she, she, she yeah. Be new, yeah. Um, 
I think that, that, that some of the political correctness that's been added, I thought, yeah, okay, yeah, I suppose it, it needs to be there, but um, it, yeah, it works. It works. Oh, it's, it works. It's, it's a good read. Yeah. But yeah, as I said, um, yeah, the, the second half of Thunderbirds I Go season one started just this past Saturday with yeah. a really good episode. Which I forgot about. Really so good episode. Uh, all the characters are there, all the vehicles are used. It's a really nice opening episode. Does Kale get, get to do something? Yes. Yes, yes, that will happen. Yes, Kyle or Kyle is, yeah. is back. Uh, and the, the, and that the, was my only real no spoilers, but the hood is back yeah. in the episodes. It's was, a really nice. That was my thing. only real moan about the first set of episodes was that they introduced a new character and she's she only get, in about two of the episodes. She doesn't get much to do. She's only no. in about two of the episodes. Well, yeah, no. three if you if you count the first the first as a she's got like black ship still, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I had to watch them for the episode we did on yeah. Thunderbirds, <laughs> yeah. but after that... Yeah, no, th- th- Thunderbirds is uh, designed by... It's good, but, uh, can't remember his name, but it's the Japanese designer who designed the uh, the fighters for Super Dimensional Fortress Macross, a very famous Japanese series. It strips off the tongue. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. that one. <laughs> it was called Robotech. That's better, that, that's better, that works. Robotech. <laughs> yeah, it, it was kind of hacked around and messed up. A bit like what happened with Power Rangers later on. Yep. Uh, they changed things to make it a bit more palatable for American audiences. Including, Shiny Martin Power Rangers. <laughs> including <laughs> the narrator explaining exactly what was going on in the screen all the time because American kids are too dumb to understand mm. what they can look at. Oh, dear. Anyway, enough of that, man. But, so, um, yeah, <laughs> um, no, carry on. Let's, let's slam the But, um, <laughs> but no, I, I, I only found out uh, a few weeks ago that the, the guy who designed the Macross ships and all the tech and that, they actually got him to design Thunderbird S hmm. which explains why it looks quite a lot like a kind of Japanese air fighter hmm. from lots and lots of anime series cool. uh, and then of course there's a return of the other spy um you're avoiding the subject. Um, <laughs> yes, um, Spectre, the new Bond is out, which you two haven't seen, and I don't Shit, want to no. spoil. I, no. thought, I thought it was a Phil Spectre biopic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, the, the memes for it are brilliant. I thought I'd be that one. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 <laughs> the one I got a good laugh out of was. Uh, uh, they, they messed up the letters of the Aretha uh, Franklin tribute concert. Yes. <laughs> Respect, it's Franklin. Brilliant. Thought it was classic. Um, but yeah, no. Um, um, yes, I've seen it um, twice. twice twice already uh, in, in its first week, and, and I'm about to go and see it for a third time tomorrow, and possibly a fourth before the weekend. I've never seen anything um, in the cinema more than twice. Um, How well, many double O's are there? Uh, sorry? How many double O's are there? It may or may not be a trick question. <laughs> Conceivably, any because the in the films there's been up to double O twelve. Is that is that double O twelve or single O? Double O twelve, so it would be double O twelve. O, 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 o okay. one two. Right. So conceivably, there can be up to you could have double O one zero zero. You could have any. Right. The double O just indicates the section that they're with. In other words, they're assassins. Okay. okay. So you could have with double a license o. to kill. Them. 00572. Yes. Right. I thought you were limited to like 00 zero to nine. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, no. It doesn't work. It was a technical like question. Yeah. Well, serious question. Like, it was no, like, it's, yeah. it's kind of double section agent number. Right. So double section agent number nine is okay. 009. 
Agent sixty nine will be double O sixty nine. I didn't. I. 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 Wasn't that get smart? <laughs> yeah, <I> was, <laughs> Agent sixty nine. Yes, is Barbara Feldon, isn't it? Yeah. I think is Agent sixty nine, and uh, Max is. It's so easy to remember Barbara Feldon, but yeah, I've only ever seen two episodes. So oh, there, there is it, there, there is a lot of Get Smart on YouTube. Oh, I've got the whole lot. Yeah. On that's brilliant. I love Get Smart. It's brilliant. Um, some really classic stuff in there. But yeah, uh, there's a ton of you keep trying to avoid the subject of James Bond by coming up with all this other stuff. Um, it's linked to it's James Bond oh, stuff. Yeah. Okay. It's James okay. Bond material. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I don't want to spoil it for these two, uh, but because um, they haven't seen it, but I, I've, I've, I've made up for it because I'm seeing it three times now. That was so. Gordon and I going together to, to Bond. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just jimmy your fire. Anyway, um, jimmy, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Spectre, uh, basically in a nutshell, go see it, it's fucking great. Um, more along the lines of Casino Royale than Skyfall, and I do mean the modern version of Casino Royale, not the David Niven. You, 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 chips in. you, you, where my mind was going. You knew um, what I was going to ask It's next. It's much more a mix of... The traditional old style Bond with the modern take of it, which is what Kazuma was. It's not quite as emo sort of as Skyfall was. It's got just the same amount of complete and utter bamboozling logic as Skyfall was. In other words, none. Uh, and it's good. It's good. It's good. And the the pre, the the gun sight, but the gun barrel logo is back. I've got one important question. Go for it. Did you want to punch Andrew Scott? Every single second he was on the fucking screen. Okay. Um, it's Just his, checking. It's his usual ticks and mannerisms. Did you miss me? No, we didn't. Stay there. It's it's his usual performance of ticks and mannerisms, and uh, it's just a ham actor, and I just don't see where this respect and sort of adulation comes from because he's shit. Okay. Okay. That's that's it. I'm sorry. I, I just I, I just don't take him as I just don't rate him at all. Sorry. It's okay. Um. So uh, yeah, he's the one bad note for me right, in okay. the entire film actually. Um, I haven't seen everything, any Daniel Craig. Uh, everything else works. Everything. Else. What? <laughs> I don't need that again. No, I, honestly, I haven't seen any Daniel Craig James Bond films. Seriously? Well, you're, you're not that keen on Bond anyway. No, I'm not keen on So Bond, they would probably appeal to you because it's not no, I, Bond. No, I don't think so. I think probably the opposite. We've had this conversation before. I actually prefer James, uh, Piers Brosnan. I think you said he's the least James Bond-like, so... Yeah, he's... Uh, 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 Piers is, is okay. The films, the, 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 the is, films themselves actually. Yeah. Piers like is kind of an amalgamation of sort of... Each Bond, he's, he's kind of got the, the, the roughness of Connery... The kind of the the twinkle of Moore, um, and it's it's weird. It's kind of a strange amalgamation yeah. with Brosnan. I, I didn't. I like Brosnan in Goldeneye and to a degree in Tomorrow Never Dies. Yeah, but, then stories, the, but then after that, actually. he just turns into Remington Steele again, and you're just thinking, yeah. "This isn't Bond. What you were fine before, but this is not Bond." But yeah, I'm going to go behind the sofa for this next question. I'm sorry, listeners, but <laughs> what the hell? Oh, there's not enough room. No, this is not Wait a minute, what the... Do I mention Back to Future? <laughs> Someone's been reading my Facebook status. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that didn't happen. Quite literally, Back, didn't to, happen. Back to Future so, uh, was fine, but I, I just I just got sick fed up with the old That was job. saturation. Like, yeah. It was... I, I did like the... Uh, Michael and uh, Christopher showing up on Jimmy Kimmel in the car. 
That's yeah. awesome. See, I, I've been going on for days of sort of, oh God, here we go, we're going to have this again. But the thing, the thing that gets me is that we've had it so many, so many false starts. Yeah. Over the past couple of years of folk faking the time, the time yeah. travel display. That when it actually happens, you're just thinking, oh, for fuck's sake, not this. Oh, wait, oh, wait, no, no, no. It is the right thing this time. Okay, fine. Yeah. So it was, it was kind of a bit, a bit of cry wolf, and it was kind yeah. of, and, and then when it did actually happen, there was a whole load of overkill, you know, this company and that company were jumping on the bandwagon. Everybody going, was jumping We're on doing it, yeah. this and we're doing yeah. that, and you're just thinking, oh, give it a rest. It's, yeah. it's, it's just a film. The, the one good thing that did come out of it was uh, Telltale Games Back to the Future Adventure game came out. Couple of years ago, they released it on more platforms mm-hmm. to coincide with. Uh, it was actually the, I think the anniversary they were coinciding with, but mm-hmm. uh, they re-released it, so uh, I can get it on the three sixty now. So yeah. that's good. But the thing is, now you know that next year you're going to have the first anniversary of the thirtieth anniversary, and we're going to have it all. So it doesn't. That's the thing. Nowadays, it's kind of almost an annual event in any sort of. Anniversary thing, even any, any special, it's kind of dil- yeah, it's kind yeah. of diluted now. Doctor Who is... 2005 anniversary next year, <laughs> well, 10th anniversary <laughs> this year, actually. To be honest, 10th anniversary, knew who is yeah. this year, this yeah, year. yeah, 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 yeah. But, but they haven't really yeah. done anything big about it because yeah. you know it's the same fucking show that's been on since 1963. Quit with this new who in classic who, <laughs> 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 yeah, <that's laughs> sorry. <laughs> oh, speaking, speaking of that, speaking of that um, I was having a, a, a chat with somebody about your uh, phobia or problem about being called a Whovian. Oh, that, yes, about fine. About saying, where does the V come from? Okay. Grammatically, it comes from nowhere. Uh-huh. And, and my friend said, he's got a point. I'm from Peru. <laughs> oh, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> fine. Yeah, okay, yeah. So I said, yeah. Peruvian. Uh, there we go. Would the, the would the Peruvian not? So he's going to get in touch. Would the Peruvian not originate from the South African language, uh, South American language, as opposed to the English language? I'm saying that grammatically, no. English-wise, there no. is no. No. Peruvian would originate from the Peruvian language. You go into it, perhaps, oh, whatever. Yeah, that negates the joke. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. It's a good point. It's but a good yeah, point. It's, it's a Peruvian. I, 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 it, it's still, I still, I just... Quick, quick, no, I'm not going to you, I'm just saying. No, 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 put the Mania Wolf Castle um, up on your screen now. Yes, but... Yes, but <laughs> right, it's a joke. Okay. Beautiful, yeah. I'll do a very quick rundown of new telly stuff. Ash vs. Evil Dead, fantastic. Uh, first episode, uh, directed by Sam Raimi. Not seen one, two. As well as uh, producing and directing. They're... It's difficult to watch it legally if you're in the UK, but uh, a, a cat wearing a USB stick around its mm-hmm. neck uh, turned oh, up at the door. Is, is that Nigel? That's Nigel, right, yeah. Fine. He showed up at the door and uh, yeah, there was a... a an utterly non-dodgy copy of the episode on that USB stick. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's it's fantastic. It uh, Bruce Campbell is just amazing as always. Uh, they get the tone, the feel, even the look right. There's bits that are obviously done using CGI, but it looks like they've been done to mimic kind of practical old, movements. Old school. Yeah. But uh, it's really, really funny as well. Even just, well, me and my brother was basically sold by the end of the pre-titles bit. 
which just ends with uh, Ash looking at the screen kind of going, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, Lucy Lawless is in it very briefly this episode, but she's going to be a regular and yeah, just brilliant. Sorry, you had me excited there. I thought you were saying Lucy Lawless was in her briefs. Never mind. Yes. Uh, yes, briefly in it. I yes. do apologise. Yes. Yeah, and uh, Gotham continues to be good. The Flash continues to be absolutely fantastic. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has been decent. And, yeah, uh, I haven't watched Supergirl yet, but I do have the first episode of it. Uh, oh, is that you? Yeah. Yeah, the first episode went out over the weekend. The, the pilot leaked months ago. Yeah. And... I think the first episode is kind of... It's a reworking, a reworking of the pilot. Yeah. It'll be a bit like The, the Flash did, did it the same. Yeah. As long as it wasn't Supergirl that leaked. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and no word yet is whether there's any flying tackles in it. But... <laughs> <laughs> Private joke. Yeah. Uh, yes. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I've been watching The Arrow as well. Uh, yeah. Which is... Uh, I've been watching um, up to the end of season three. So, which I didn't work, expect to like. going to be working my way through it because uh, I've just seen some photos of the latest episode and it's the Constantine crossover episode. And, uh, yeah, Constantine, I've still only seen the first couple of episodes. It's another the long list of, I need to get around to watching the rest of these at some point. I didn't, I didn't. When they make the I, days longer. I didn't expect to like it, especially because of one of one of its participants. But, uh, no, it is actually yeah. pretty damn good. I, I really... Um, if you like Smallville, it's kind of that kind of level. It's kind never of never watched Smallville. Yeah. So. Oh right, okay. Oh well, if you, if you, if you get, when you get around to watching Arrow, if you like Arrow, you'll like Smallville because yeah. it's it's on a similar kind of plane. Yeah. You see, you're not talking about watching new stuff. I'm I'm still stuck. I just got discovered. Oh no, Arrow's, new Arrow's yeah. old to me as well. Because uh, well, no, I've, I've, I've just discovered so a new. I've just stuff. discovered a new series for myself called Farscape. Oh what? Oh yeah. yes. Oh my and goodness. I'm, I'm halfway through season two, and I'm like, how did I miss oh. this? <laughs> Fast. I'll tell you why I missed it because I was it was used to be on at either six o'clock or uh, six o'clock BBC two was when we got it to I, was, I, was I found it randomly near the beginning of the last season, hmm. and it's one of the very few shows I went and bought every DVD of uh-huh. as it was being released yep. separately, four episodes in a pack. Yeah. Two discs per pack. Yeah. I've got the whole lot in a box back there. Yeah. I've I've just went and invested. It's, I've just went and invested in the Blu-rays. Yeah, it's <laughs> one of my oh, yeah. my all-time yeah. favorite shows. Really yeah. Basically, Monty Python does space opera. Yeah, I mean, it's brilliant. That, I mean, I, I just yeah. I dipped in and seen the odd yeah. five ten minutes in there. But because I haven't seen the start. Seven. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. really need to see the start to understand that. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's a lot of stuff to take there's in. A, the first there's a episodes. lot of stuff to take in. There's there's a couple of episodes where you can kind of come into it cold and just basically pick up the plot. But yeah. a lot of them, it's it is. Well, one I said I, I was kind of the beginning of season four, but I. I found there was a decent place at the time to do yeah. decent offers yeah. on the DVDs, so I just started ordering the whole run from the start, and then picking up the discs from Woolworths yeah. as soon as they got released. Well, I, I, didn't, I didn't do that. Your cat came round. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we say? I, th- I, I think my introduction yeah, to Fastcape yeah. was I was at a, a, a convention for something else, and one of the guests there was uh, was Gigi. Yeah. who plays Chiana and she did some this would be about the time of season 2 and I missed season 1 I think it was Sky yeah. had showed it or something mm-hmm. it wasn't that big it was kind of under the radar and she was on and she was, and I just saw it 
I want to watch this series. I really want to watch it. This sounds so cool. And that's when I kind of yeah. got on board was, and then kind of worked my way back and thought, what the, where the hell is it? This no, it's is a good thing about being stuck in the past is that, you know, you can, yeah. all these shows You're stuck in the past. Years. You literally are. But yeah, well, that's it. Yeah, I've, I've, yeah, all these shows. Are, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I, mean, I, I, I don't catch up on new stuff either. I'm, I've I'm got still, things like Firefly still, to watch. Never I'm, seen still, I'm still working, but it's really I, 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 yeah, I bought, I bought, um, Network had a recent sale and I bought a whole of the sort of old TV, not the particular genre stuff, but you know, old sort of TV shows like yeah. sort of Sentimental Spy and um, Espionage and uh, Man at the Top as well. Yeah. So it's got really kind of, you know, 60s, 70s. I know, I'm, I'm that still, I, I, you know, I'm still that I've heard of but never seen. through the X Files hmm. and uh, Coming to Blu-ray next month? Mm. Yes! And uh, <gasps> e- even, even the more recent stuff, there's a couple of shows I've Still got two seasons of to watch because mm. I just haven't gotten down to it. Like at the moment, I'm watching Jag, which yeah. I, I missed when it, I, I can, when it first went I out. can honestly, this time around, though, blame video games because it just happens to be a few released recently that take up mm. lots and lots and lots of hours. Well, Jag just happened to be because it's connected to NCIS, so I was kind yeah. of curious, and it happened to be in Kex, and I thought, yeah, okay, yeah. Right, let's go for it. Um, it was an impulse buy. Loving it, it's brilliant. Yeah. It's it's not NCIS. It's a very different beast, but it's really good. Especially just catching up with sort of all the guest star because it was done sort of late nineties, yeah, sort of early two thousand. So there's all these familiar sort of folk that were, were in sort of next generations and Babylon Five yeah. and God knows what else. And you're just thinking, oh, that's no, 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 oh my God. I was actually mind the Farscape myself recently because I was. Uh... I was watching a couple of Stargate SG One clips, mm-hmm. and two of the stars of Farscape yes. end up both in SG One yes. as well. Ben Brander and Claudia Black. Yeah, and the two hundredth episode uh, <laughs> is a jolly thing about them pitching uh, the idea of a movie based on the events that have happened. Yes, each each character has got their individual ideas. And so Claudia Black. Uh, is pitching a few things but keep pitching things that the guy keeps guessing no that's Gilligan's Island you're pitching there mm, yep. you need to uh, you need to pitch something that is so obscure we don't know what it is <laughs> or, or has never been done and yeah. won't be recognised and the pictures then uh, cut to a clip of the entire SG-1 crew as the Farscape crew Claudia Black's the only one playing the same person because <laughs> yep. Ben Vowder plays someone different I think Amanda Tapping Amanda Tapping is Chiana uh, ben, Christopher, ben, ben Christopher is, Judge is 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 the big, um, is the big orange guy whose name escapes me yeah. at this minute. And um, Thor the alien is Rigel. Yes. And it just cuts back, and the guys just say, "You're right. I have no idea what that, that is." is. It's just the <laughs> yeah. smile and, and, of and, and the look on Claudia's face. It's, 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 it's kind of part disappointment and part delight. It's sort of it's sort of oh oh good. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just a silly grin. I've got I've got a, a photo. I've got that photo yeah. of the of the cast and crew, and it's signed by Claudia. Uh, the real thing, Claudia. <laughs> Brilliant. It's great. But yes. Uh, so uh, where were we? <laughs> yes, Farscape. Yes. In case any of you have not watched Farscape, just go. It's it's it's, it's, it's bonkers. It's a show. It's people wonderful. Do tend to forget about. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, uh, yeah. It, uh, if if you don't take to it, then there's something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> there's something. There's, a, there's something yeah. for everyone. There's a couple of there. things coming up that will possibly remind you even more of like seven yeah. in later seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, yes, yes, <laughs> definitely. 
Um, no spoilers now, come on. No, no, no. We're not, no sh- Maybe when, I'm when, years old. When, but... she, when she comes up, you'll know what we're talking about. Okay. There's there's a there's a character that that comes up. Oh, that has right. a looks, heavy, looks heavy very heavy much. Well, like, if you said so, she, then it's yeah. kind of yes. Yeah. Yeah. When, yeah. It's when, Tally. Some, yeah. Somebody who serves <laughs> yeah. a purpose. Yeah. 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 Jenna turns up. Yeah. Um, and it, even. Uh, I mean, even the final Peacekeeper Wars thing, although it's basically it's, it's flawed, it's, but it's 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 good. They they basically got cancelled then yeah. season four. Yeah. But then got given enough money to do like a two episode miniseries, and they basically condensed what would have been, been season five into a couple six, of six hours. Co- I think. I think. It's, no, it's no no four. It's two two hours. Give or take. It would be three hours because without ads, it's an hour. Yeah, okay. So yeah, yeah, they condensed the whole season down into three hours. And it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. it works. It works. And it's good they basically managed to. Yeah. Yeah, wrap everything up. They they satisfactory. They give it a conclusion. Yeah. Well, that's um, good. That's uh, handy, handy to know. Right? Yeah. yeah. When I finish watching it, in five years time. And uh, <laughs> the, there's a few people show up and you think, oh, wait a minute, no, they were in. Ah, no, so there's a few. Yeah, they were in that Australian soap. But then, but then, but then, me being me, I'm thinking, I'm saying that that's singing with Bob from Witchy McCat. Oh, that's, that's him. As far that, as I get, that's him yeah. that was in the shit bar star Galactica. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. That was what's his name from? Oh, he was in something. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. He, he There's in, a lot of that. Oh, he was in something else with that guy that yeah, was in that, that was in that other thing. Yeah, with him. As far as I get, and his father was that other guy. And there's a, there's a couple of actors who show up like four or five times as different characters because of the, all the alien makeup and stuff. Yeah. Uh, ben Vowder's wife, I think, appears once each season as a different alien. Yeah. It's just, it's just it's it's just bonkers out of you. It's you don't. There's it's one, one, it's, there's one it's, episode it's one in particular I'm thinking of, but I can't remember what season it is, so I don't want to mention <laughs> it. Um. There's don't, one. Don't there's one. No, no, no. There is. There is one. There's I, one. I, I, one I, I, bit are, are we scene. talking Triton no, in the coma? There's one bit I've seen where it was like Kim. It, it goes Looney Tunes. Yes, yes, it goes yes, Looney yes, Tunes. yes. That's yes, exactly yeah. what I was that's thinking the one, of. I think yeah. Yes, it's um, that's the one where Triton's in the that's coma. That's about yeah. the only episode I saw. Um, was yeah. Yeah, well, no, I, I, I'm aware of. I'm aware of, yeah, of that one. I've actually got a film self from that uh, episode. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, it's it's just bonkers. Kind of out of your head. Fun doesn't take itself too seriously, which is you know sometimes just what yeah. you need. Yeah, um, a lot, a lot of throwaway like great titles and teams as well. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah. Uh, some great outtakes even. Even outtakes from like the little documentary things I did about the series. Yeah. Uh, extra testicles <laughs> in one of Claudia Black's lines from yeah. something. <laughs> it was meant to be tentacles. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, for for well, another podcast, some yes. possibly. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Well, we'll wrap up the opening. The opening ramble. ramble. Uh, we'll take a quick break, come back, and we'll try not to go too long. Talk about. The last few episodes of Doctor Who. And we're back. And for those of you wondering where part two went, it's being held hostage by a Nigerian television station controller who's uh, selling it to the highest bidder. Uh, and not because I hit the wrong button and lost the whole... It, uh, it is lost in the sub-ether somewhere. When you find it, please return to... 
Claude Selling will find it and send it back to us from the Twilight Zone or something. <laughs> we, medium, we, the, the medium is the message, and we've lost the fucking message. <laughs> yeah. We've we, lost it all. We, we shall rejoin and recap at the end of the season, I'm, yeah. no doubt. Yes. Uh, um, to be... Uh, to be honest, I'm I'm amazed we've gone this long without a cock up like that happening. Uh, it was bound to happen eventually. Yeah. So. I think I think the general go. consensus was that so far we're half enjoying, half amused by Doctor Who, and we'll leave it there for the moment. Yeah. To well, be we'll see how to it be, all turns out. To, to be continued. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a two part. Uh, yeah. But, like uh, most of the season. So we're going to do a second movie Joe episode because uh, it was traditional Halloween time, yeah. and because Andrew wasn't actually with us when we did a original Halloween scary movie episode. No, no, I'm uh, still yet to be born. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you wish. <laughs> uh, we each chose a scary movie each. Yes. And uh, as we did last time, we're just going to talk about them and discuss them a bit. So Andrew, you chose the new video. <laughs> that would take a bit of time to get through. Fun enough, they did show video yes, to a mod yes. movie drone once, I think. Uh, I, so I keep getting them mixed up. Yes, uh, David Cronenberg's uh, video drone. Why did you choose this? Because it was a horror. Because it was more a psychological horror than anything. And, uh, the horror isn't so much, uh, there's a lot of gore in that, but horror for me isn't so much physical horror it's when you're watching it you realise at the time when we were, when mm. we were watching it it was a vision of a horrific future where people were sucked into images television data being swamped by imagery news everything coming through the screen but now it's yeah it's, it's yeah. real life it's it's almost so, a, it's almost a kind of a, a cyber tech take on big it's, brother. It's it's what's I mean it's yeah. it's gone well beyond the vision that oh was God, yeah. the nightmare vision yeah. that's in that film. Mm-hmm. Well beyond it mm-hmm. to the extent where I think somebody said why don't they remake video drama? And I said you don't. They probably to. couldn't make it, yes. and it, if they did, they definitely couldn't show it. Yes, it would no longer be a horror film. It no, would be it's a documentary. No, yeah. there's <laughs> nothing that you could really put in that would that would shock shock. Especially to the extent of actually the reality just going. I mean, yeah, it, yeah. 40 minutes in the film, you're just, you're lost. You don't know where you are. <laughs> you're in the video cassette. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, I had actually kind of avoided video film for many, many years. Because I, I, don't, I don't think it was a trailer. I think I'd seen some clips on some television documentary show mm-hmm. and thought, that looks really, really freaky and weird. And I don't think I want to see that. I think most of Cronenberg's output is freaky and weird, to be well, honest. Uh, well, yeah, but I mean, I've, I've seen a sort of fly and mm-hmm. uh, scanners eventually. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, they were perfectly fine. But just something about the clips I've seen of video made it seem a lot weirder yeah. than yeah. that. And it turns out uh, I've actually seen a lot worse uh, in films. Visually, it's it's not that scary a film, whether it's mm. because some of the effects don't quite come up to puff. You kind of can see the joins now and again. Some of them are fucking brilliant, to yeah. be honest. But some of them you're just kind of thinking, oh, it's a bit of latex, or it's a bit. It's it's too fantastical. 
you kind of you can kind of take yourself away. Yeah, like, you don't have the the uncanny valley. Yeah, yeah. Of it. So, um, and I, I I quite like I I still like my horror to be that on the edge of fantastic. You can kind of take yourself away and think it's only a movie. Yeah. I don't like your kind of saw kind of realism movies to yeah. a degree. Even I, don't, with, I don't think any of us yeah, are a fan no, no. of the even, kind of the saw style. Even with the, sla- the the traditional slasher movie, there's still a kind of fantasy element. The yeah. fact that Michael Myers suddenly disappears and is this kind yeah. of superhero can kind of take you away from the fact that it's kind of based on reality. I sniggered for the first time uh, watching that the other night because uh, of the sound effects used to nettle sequence are such stock sound effects. <laughs> Uh, the the gunshot is that same gunshot you've heard a million times. The yeah. sound of Michael hitting the ground yes. is the same body hitting the ground sound effect you've heard in a hundred movies. Yeah. Yeah. And I just it, I think it, it was breaking point for me. I just went. Like, <laughs> I think I think that adds to the fun of the film actually because yeah. it's it is kind of guerrilla film filmmaking. Yeah. It is kind of done in a budget. It's, but yeah, um, we're changing subjects. All the all of four minutes. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so um, I think an audience watching it now, a young audience, again, it's, it's stuck in its time for us because we yeah. uh, we know what a video cassette yes. is, what it looks like, yeah. what it does, what it represents, what mm-hmm. it represented. Kids nowadays, yeah. they they wouldn't get, they wouldn't get the hook. They would, they would watch the film and go, "What just, the hell?" They just, <laughs> just watch it and go, uh, "Yeah." So the thing is, know. if they updated it, what would they update it? This is it. They couldn't. They, they, they couldn't. They do couldn't. It. There's not. It's actual, in the air now. It's. It's. It's an ether. There is no actual physical. No. For, no, no. I suppose yeah. DVDs or Blu-rays. I suppose are there still is no there. Format. But yeah. you know, there is no. I I love the fact that I mean um when I was when I was watching it um uh it was I've, I've got the Criterion uh one from America, the DVD set from America yeah and the whole of the packaging is actually like a video oh, cassette. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's wonderful. Yeah. Even down to the, the, the sort of the the side sort of spine. Well, yeah. It's like yeah. the side of a video t- cassette, including the sort of Scotch L750. Oh, yeah. It's wonderful. <laughs> oh, just, yeah. just a gorgeous piece of packaging. And it all kind of, kind of puts you into the ether that you're, that you're putting uh-huh. this, inverted commas, video cassette into your DVD player. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's just great. It's all part of the fun bit. But yeah, uh, I'm saying fun. It's, yeah, it's not a fun film. What? But, yeah. uh, I don't think there's any. Are, are there any <coughs> funny lines? I'm trying to think. Any? It's really dark. Anything? It's yeah, really it's dark. Nothing. There's, there's, I think there's, there's the, the, the one line that James Wood says about um, there's something about uh, he, he says a line about journalists seeing the truth, hmm. and I think the the. the the comeback that he says is, "Oh, that would that that would be a refreshing change." Or something oh, that, yeah, like, okay, something yeah, like yeah. So there's so a little quite, bit of humour, yeah, but it's yeah. not, you know, it, it, it's it's snarky humour. It's yeah, it's yeah. yeah, it's kind of cynicism. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's no real yeah. no real comedy. It's 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 not played for laughs. No, no. no. <laughs> no. But uh, yeah, no, it's 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 one of those films that kind of again it kind of sticks to you and kind of gets under your skin like a lot of Cronenberg yeah. stuff. I love that, but with Videodome and and again with much Cronenberg stuff, there's that fantasy element that you can kind of put in the back of your mind and think, okay, this is still it's only a movie, it's only a movie, yeah. it's all right, you don't need to, it's all right. And then Cronenberg goes and gives you another image, you're thinking, oh, you bugger you, you know. And it's 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 kind of some it's kind of twisting the down to earth 
the mundane with the mm. fantastical. Yeah. I love what the Clone Wars does with that. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, the basic plot is a guy who runs a cable TV station is looking for the most extreme shows yeah. he can put on there. And he gets it. And he gets it. <laughs> finds this almost private channel called Videodrome. Yeah. And starts investigating into what's behind it and yes. uh, and then the borders all can and then the borders between reality and fantasy yeah. starts bleeding in on each yes, other. The, and, there's oh, a conspiracy yes. and everything. Yes. There's a, a guy called Brian Oblivion who mm. doesn't actually exist anymore. Yes. Or maybe does. Yes. <laughs> this uh, I I remember watching it a couple of years ago and it was just after watching Total Recall. Yeah. And you're just kind of thinking, oh, there's parallels here. It's the same ambiguous. It's the same ambiguous. Is it? Is this real life? Is this just fantasy? Oh, sorry, I'm quoting, but you know, this is real life. Um, or is it <laughs> yes, yeah. And it's it's just it's it's wonderful on that level. And then, and even when you get to the end of the film, it doesn't. It's not conclusive. You're still yeah. Kind of you're not sure if you're still, you're still left yeah. a little high and dry as to a what is going on. B, what has been going on, and C, is it still going <laughs> on? It's, it, I love it. Uh, so, lo lo to me, to me at the end, uh, a bit again, it was up to interpretation, but to me at yeah. the end, he surrendered himself to the new flesh. He yes, yeah. thought that he was he 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 was he showed himself that killing himself would take him to the next level. Yeah. <laughs> but then, but then you kind of question: Is he killing himself in reality? Is he killing himself uh, in the fantasy? Yes, and, and you're just kind of thinking, yeah. "Whoa!" Yeah. Stop, stop the video. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Enough now. Don't I'll do the oh, it's breathing. Don't do the sequel, thank you. No, I'm I'm, saying, I'm serious. I maybe shouldn't say this, but I'm sure I must have been an acid the first time when I did watch it on the first time, which didn't did help. Did it help? Didn't help. No. Say, no. Did it actually make it no. any more understandable? Because I mean, even without it, you're sitting watching the the, the prepping bit, right? Quite near the start, yeah. the black yeah. and white prepping. It kind of gives you that you kind of peer at the telly because you can't quite see it yourself, and and you kind of you kind of go, should I be watching this? Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. and that's the trigger. Should I be watching yeah. this? Yes. And then it turns, and you're it, thinking, it does, it does play. Is this with... happening because I watched this? <laughs> it, because I'm watching this? Yeah, yeah. Is it going bad because I'm watching it? What, it, it really does <laughs> yeah. get on your skin because yeah. it does play with the audience's either scruples. Mm or preconceptions or whatever and the thing is that no matter your scruples at that time those scruples were being tested by mm. what you were saying yes. it actually tests the scruples that you would have mm. nowadays it's kind of penny ante stuff you know you could kind of click on the net and yeah. get that sort of yeah. stuff if you want it and if you're looking for it in those days if you wanted it or were looking for that sort of stuff you really had to kind of dig yeah. This film actually analyzes and yeah. kind of demonstrates that. And it was the only real format at that time was video cassettes. Um, so yeah. It was the corruptor. It would have been. It was. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, that was it. Yeah. No, we were several years away from even CDs. I don't mm -hmm. think. Oh, was, I, know, I, was, I think CDs. Yeah. CDs were probably in their infancy about that yeah. time, and laser discs would be about yeah. a couple of years away yeah. as well. Seven, I think. Um, for some reason, eighty seven rings a bell for laser discs. So. Um, yeah, it would be yeah, because I mean, video. No, actually, came, no, no. No, it would uh, be a wee bit earlier. Eighty five. A video came into its infancy about eighty two, eighty three. Eighty five for laser discs because the arcade games Dragon's Lair. Yep. 
and Mac three and things using the laser disc technology. Yeah, I, I got about eighty five. Yeah. It was kind of, I mean, VHS. Yeah, so would, yeah, L, yeah. L, L, it would have been a year or two before. LVHS was kind of like sort of 75, 76. Yeah. Was, became more domestic around about sort of early 80s. Yeah. Well, let's just say if you had any porn in your collection, which it would have been on video cassette. Yes. Yes. So you're looking at a video cassette, some of which you may have in a cupboard somewhere. See, he, see here's, a, here's a question. Here's a question. <laughs> All the tapes in video dome were VHS. Uh-huh. Were Betamax owners safe? <laughs> we owned a Betamax. I don't know. I had a Betamax until 1991. Ah, you see. 92, actually. Betamax was the reality. VHS was the fantasy. <laughs> VHS was the actually, actually, no. Um, <laughs> Betamax was a bit of a Actually, no. In video dome, a lot of the uh, videotapes would be uh, Betacam. It's the it's the actual the chunkier okay. tapes in, in video dome that's used. So um, it's more the industrial tapes that are, are you see in video dome when he's when he's at, yeah. actually at the station. What he's given yeah, for, for the pirate stuff yeah. is, is just a normal domestic VHS tape yeah. when he's at the station. Video. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, with Shane Canary uh, <laughs> and Sean Canary, sorry. Um, and um, it's it's the massive sort of beta cams and amaves yeah. as well that's at the station because that's what was being used. And even to this day, it, if it's domestic video that's being used, it's still Betamax or, or beta cams that's yeah. being used. It's not VHS. Uh, I loved him going all a bit Daft Punk at one point. <laughs> Telly on his head. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, the whole kind of virus transmitted by visual stuff mm. that's the mind me of part of the plot of the sci-fi novel Snow Crash, mm. which deals with uh, basically a, a visual computer virus that can hack someone's brain. Right. Is that, that's not Gibson, is it? No, uh, Neil Stevenson. Okay. I've got a cheat here, but I'll leave it on, I'll leave it on a note. Yeah. It's actually about Brian Oblivion. And for some, for, it's actually serious, yeah, serious it was, for once. I had actually read something about how he was based on... He was Martin based on Mc, McLuhan, I believe. Yeah. Who was in Is Annie he Hall. He was in, who, who was in... Who was, was in Annie, Hall. Yeah, he was in Annie Hall. Uh, he, played, uh, he played himself in Annie Hall, apparently. He was a, he was a, I've not got my notes, but he was a Canadian philosopher. He was a, he philosophized, a communications philosopher. And Cronenberg studied under him. Yeah. And one of his quotes, one of Martin McLuhan's big quotes was, the media is the message. Mm. And you get all this, obviously, through the video. Yeah. The medium, the message. When the medium becomes the message, then what is the message? The message can be fake, the message... It's what you've got with television, it's what we've got with propaganda, it's what we've got with, you know, the news. Yeah. Today a government spokesman said. Yeah. yeah. Today a government spokesman said. <laughs> it was on the media, themselves. I yes. saw it. Yeah. <laughs> Not I went and investigated I mean, I mean, the that truth. that can't possibly come to, I mean, that <laughs> Yeah, no, so, yeah, uh, yeah all this, yeah. As again, it, this is from... It's possibly just as well they didn't watch it back in the day, it would have been even more cynical than I that. don't know the whole story, but I believe that he studied under Martin McClure. Yeah, I, at one point. I think I think uh, there's elements of Timothy Levy as well in the portrayal, yeah. who who shows up in one of our other movies. Yes, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's. And speaking it's, of the video being the message, um, vengeance on Varys. Towards the end, uh, yeah. all we hear is the play is the great video, blah blah blah. Yes, straight from. 
Same as it goes back to Doctor Who, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, since we missed part yeah. two, I thought I'd at least mention it. <laughs> since uh, part two got sucked through the CV and space. Whenever, when I saw that, I, initially I did think, oh, it's actually a video drum. And yeah, it's, well, it was a great video and it's the same, yeah, it's the same story. Yeah. And uh, as I mentioned in a Facebook post, uh, it solved a mystery that I'd had since about 1987 about where a sample from a Funk 242 track came from. Uh, the track Master Hit near the beginning has the whole, uh, you know me and I sure know you, everyone. And it was one of those ones in the back of my head that I always wondered, I wonder what that's from. Yeah. And then it shows up and I'm like, that's what it's from. It's one of the less obvious quotes to take from it as well. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely heard Long Live the New Flesh yeah, in, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I've heard it in a frontline assembly track at some point. That's one of Cronenberg's themes, actually. Yeah. yeah. I think there's there's a couple um, there's a couple other Cronenberg movies I'm going to have to look up now because I've, I've I think seen you, I think he stuff. mentions the new flesh in the flying as well. Becoming the yeah, I'm sure he yeah. does. Yeah. There's something um, about flesh. Oh no, it's flesh. You can't be transported. He has yes. a problem transporting the flesh from one transport I think there was something about the new flesh, but I think it's there something, about there's new something flesh in as the well. sequel. But then Cronenberg yeah. yeah. didn't do the sequel. Yeah. So. Yeah. You see, the line I always remember, I think, is from the sequel, which is the, you're getting worse than the old no, one. getting, getting better. better. Yeah, but it's the meat. It's the yeah. flesh. It can't cope. Fly the 2, underrated sequel. Flesh. It's a fun Fly 2 movie. Yeah. I, I love Fly 2. Um, and, and, and it holds up. It's just not as gory and not as... Kind of yeah. under your skin as the first one. It's more kind of it's, 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 it's more, more, it's more popcorn horror yeah, 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 yeah. than anything else. Yeah, good fun. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, see, see, yes, I'm glad I finally seen the dude one. Uh, it's one of those movies that say, right, you can shut up now. I've seen it now. <laughs> <laughs> the Exorcist's kind of next on the list. See, for for a long time, I mean, Cronenberg was uh, Cronenberg stuff. I mean, especially when I was a kid, was kind of talked about in hushed tones yeah. at school. Um, mainly scanners and the guy's head explodes yes yes but, but also because of the, the time I mean he was making his stuff around about sort of 76 79 yeah so, quite a few of his films were the first ones to come out on video yeah uh, when it first came into it yeah because I always remember the cover from scanners which scanners. was kind of Michael Iron yes. it's guild home video yeah. with the scanners with the sort of the, the serrated yeah um, font Gorgeous, yeah, um, but also the brood and rabid, yeah, at the same time were Cronenberg ones, and you always saw them on the shelf of video stores where they were first next to Joel Killer. Yep, now, um, there's a cover you won't fucking forget. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, um, what's what's the other one that uh, Cronenberg did around about the, the, the same time? Shivers? No, no, no. Uh, it could be Shivers. No. no, it could be Shivers. Yeah. Um, no, I'm thinking that the Shivers is something else. I think. Um, but the, yeah, there's the yeah. brood, which yeah. is Samantha Vega, uh, Overeed, um, Rabid, which is always infamous because it's got a naked Marlon Chambers on the front cover. Um, but uh, but you always saw yeah. those videos. It was, he kind of made a name for himself because he was kind of that name that popped up on on the videos that you always wanted to yeah. get out, but weren't old enough <laughs> from the video shop. Um, and I think Videodrome was the first one that kind of got I mainstream. Think, I think it was in 1987 before Maz persuaded the folks actually went and ate a certificate movie out for me, and that was uh, Aliens. Oh dear. Me and my cousin got a mum's to go get it for us. Um, 
And then you with Borky. Yeah, it? but yeah, it it's, it's not the first time my parents went and got an eating certificate movie for me. Uh, first one was actually Earl. Earl for the movie. The movie, yeah. <laughs> with with added swearing. Yeah. Oh dear. Oh god. Because yeah, the Bob, I was like, that's an eighteen. I just thought I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. yeah it's... <laughs> Don't know what I expected was going to show up, but it didn't. <laughs> yeah, it's. I think it, it, it's got some extension to the torture scene about two hundred. Yeah. Is a fuck. I know, that's yeah, it. one full frontal shot of Ernest Borgnine. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck were you watching? I can't mind that. <laughs> Thank Christ. Maybe I've just blotted it from my mind. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think that's where where Cronenberg made his name, and then yeah. Videodrome, of course, was his first what you would call mainstream film. Yeah. That's where he kind of hit the big time and. Um, so that was in practically every video yeah. as well. You kind of looked at it. I kind of and always talked in hushed tones about body yes. horror and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I think, again, that's something that I thought, ooh, I don't know. Yeah. And as it turns out, I've, I've seen a lot worse in, mm-hmm. for example, oh, the, God, yeah. the two Japanese Tetsuo films, Tetsuo the Body Hammer and whatever the second one was called. Even uh, even Cronenberg even later on outdoes himself with stuff like Fly and yeah. Dead Ringers and... Um, to be existence, which is almost a kind of a remake of Videodrome as well, uh, but just a bit more. I'm not going to spoil it. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, don't, t- if, if you liked Videodrome, so. uh, check out Existence or will, Existence, whatever. But yeah, I might have a copy of it. And sure. uh, and Naked Lunch as well, of course. Um, oh, I forgot that was Cronenberg yeah. actually. Um, yeah. And then Crash as well. I mean, he kind of got yeah, Crash. With Crash. No. <laughs> Um, it's an interesting movie. It's not typically Cronenberg. Again, just from what I've heard about it and what it involves, I'm like, no. Um, it's very much Cronenberg, but without so much of the fancy element, which probably enhances the horror. Yeah. I, I, I get where you're coming yeah. from. It's, a, it's yeah. a movie I would be uncomfortable yes. sitting down and watching. Yeah. There's, there's, not, yeah. there's not a fantasy element to take you out. It's yeah. very much based in realism and reality. And there's not very many movies like that, but I mean, Videodrome was one of them before yeah. I actually watched it, and I was like, that, no, I Yeah, but Videodrome's got the element of fancy yeah. that, as I say, you can, you can kind of. I think as time passes as well. I yeah. think now, now that we're living in the world that we now live in, yes. Yes. watching yeah. Videodrome, it's like piece of And that's a bit. Videodrome seems uh, yeah. kind of just. I mean, just talk about an anachronistic stuff now. Like anachronistic videotapes. So another of my favourite horror movies, uh, the original Japanese version of The Ring. It's all video cassettes. Yes. And that's like 2001. <laughs> so, you know, if they've updated that, what's it going to be? Is it going to be a file and a USB stick? <laughs> Marshall McLuhan, I found my note. Marshall oh, yeah. McLuhan Marshall was McLuhan. Brian. Any relation to Doug? Canadian, Canadian philosopher of communication theory. And that was one of his big quotes, the medium is the message. Yeah, because I'd read something about it being based on someone who also kind of sent out tapes with his mm-hmm. uh, speeches and stuff on them. Kind of didn't make very many public appearances yeah. and just sent the tapes out. Like I say, I've never seen Annie Hall, but apparently he played he played himself in Annie Hall. Fantastic. Anyway, but uh, played himself. Sorry. See, see, ah, yes, <laughs> thoroughly enjoyed movie Joe, and glad I've finally seen it. So, so that's so that's two thumbs up, three thumbs up, and the organ music. I love the organ music. A lot of the organ music in video drum. Oh, oh the, the soundtrack yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. um, I can't remember who does the soundtrack. 
Howard Shore, I think, isn't it? Yeah, is it one of her? I, I know he worked, he's worked with Kevin Van Gogh. I saw, late, I saw later, his name at the beginning of something oh, I've watched in the last quite, week. Quite then. Um, <laughs> and un, un, unless he. No, he didn't do the same chat to he Raw Meat. No. <laughs> he didn't do Shocker, no. He didn't do Raw Meat or Deathline. Yeah. Those, no. so, I, yeah. No, I, I know he's worked with Cronenberg quite a, yeah. a the bit. The cathode ray mission as well. It was yes. Yeah. Seeing, seeing the light instead of the light from religion, the light from the candle oh, of the town. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's genius. It's, 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 it's a genius it's, it's very cl- it's, it's very clever. And the, 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 yeah, there's things I can actually kind of see were picked up by things like Max Headroom later on. Mm-hmm. Stuff. Oh, it's 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 been a vast influence on stuff since as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and it and it's one of James Wood's sort of first sort of big roles as well. And you just kind of thinking, guys, dude, this is a seasoned actor, and it's it's one of the first yeah. his first kind of. I think he'd done maybe the Onion Field. They say he came up with the ending of it for it as well. Oh. There was two or three different endings. I don't know what the others were, but apparently James. Did. According to the blurb, James uh, James Woods came up with that ending. Interesting. Which is a good I, ending I, as I, any. I, I really have to watch the extras on my on my DVD set. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a brilliant uh, commentary with um, I think it's it's Cronenberg and um, I think it's one of the special effects guys, and I think James Woods contributes as well at some mm. point. But I've, I've never got round to to watching it because. Um, Cronenberg on, on his on his commentaries, it's it's a bit weird. He kind of almost ignores the film on his commentaries <laughs> and ignores everything that's on the screen. You see, some of my favourite commentaries are like that, but, but usually thing, involving but, John Carpenter and Kurt Russell. And yeah, but the, but the thing with Cronenberg is you want him to kind of yeah, yeah. explain what's on screen and and tell you what it's about. But he doesn't. At least Cap and Russell apologise for yeah. not talking about the movie. Yeah, how's the wife? Oh, she's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, there, there's a, um, and, it, and it's not. It's not. It's not just the, no, the John Carpenter influence because Cap Russell's on uh, uh, commentary for Used Cars, which I was mentioning the yeah. other night because Frank McRae's in it, and and cuts the same on that. He's yeah. kind of asking Zemeckis, "Oh, how's the wife? How's the kids? Oh, do you remember when we did this? It, yeah, this was." Yeah. It's definitely it's partly really Carpenter because it's just Carpenter with Natasha Henstridge on Ghosts of Mars. Yeah. And he, he says something along the lines of, uh, I'm not paying attention to because I'm just having too much fun talking with you. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. So, our second movie. Second movie. Another one, well, not another from the 70s, what am I saying? So, I'm getting confused. I've watched that many 70s stuff recently. Uh, Theatre of Blood. 70s, yes. It's not the 70s. Yes, it is the 70s, but it's not another 70s I wasn't sure which one you were going for, so I was kind of waiting before I jumped in. Yeah, no, I've seen another 70s because, again, I watched Deathline and a couple of other things recently. I was on a bit of a 70s horror kick. 1973, I think, yeah. So why did you choose this? I know, I enjoyed it, and a fair bit, and I think I know why you liked it. I know you're a Shakespeare fan. Um, um, it's partially. So it seems. There's, there's so I, I really liked it, but I'm thinking, oh, I can see. Yeah, I can see. There's, there's, there's a, a lot, lot to like about stuff. the film. Yeah, yeah. There is so much to like about the film. You've got Ian Hendry, who's just one of my favourite actors anyway. Yeah. Total, total. It was only about halfway through it clicked that hopping him and Diana Rigg in the same movie was kind of funny. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, to explain, they, they were both. 
in the Avengers as uh, helpers of Steed. Mm. Just in case you haven't. But yeah, it's, it's it's there's so much. That I, I mean, the cast is wonderful, not just the leads. I mean, Ian Henry very seldom got the leading role because um, some people wouldn't work with him because he was trouble, to be honest. <laughs> to put it simply, trouble. Um, but I, I love just love him as an actor. He's brilliant. He's he's never short of brilliant, um, and just never really really underrated and, and not sort of regarded as well as he should be. So that's one reason. Two, it's got Diana Rigg, who is just brilliant in it. And yet, it's, it's, sometimes you're just thinking, God, this film is taking liberties with this. Because that's obviously Diana Rigg. Are we supposed to, as an audience, <laughs> not realise that that's Diana Rigg? Are we supposed to kind of just... Well, be in on the joke. <laughs> Are we supposed to be in on the joke? Are we supposed to be surprised when it's going to be revealed? What? I, it's, it's odd. I spotted it straight away because yeah. the voice. Yeah, I know, I know. It's it, it's 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 a weird kind of concoction. We, we are just going to go out and all full out spoilers here. Yes, yes. Yeah. If you if you've yeah. not seen the film, go see it, switch off, and then come back. Yeah. Uh, but please come back. And sh- yes, please. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's. Uh, I just love that kind of that that playing with the audience. Yeah. Sometimes, if you play with the audience, it works. Sometimes it does. Yeah. In the case of this, it's wonderful. But again, you you mentioning the the Shakespeare thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a parallel that Shakespeare used in his plays as well, because uh, in Shakespeare plays, it's women playing men and men playing women, mm-hmm. and I think some of the the methods that's in the film. Are actually very Shakespearean and very she- technically Shakespearean as well, and I I'm, I'm never quite sure whether it's kind of the director being quite clever or whether it's just pure happenstance and serendipity or whatever. I'd like to think. He, I'd love to think, think that yeah. it is actually done on yeah. purpose. Yeah. But yeah, the whole thing with Diana sort of disguising herself as a man, not really that convincingly yeah. to the audience at least, and you're just thinking, you know. It's going on here, but it, it, it's, it was it's purely with... the it was purely the voice. Um, I instantly thought that's Dan Rigg speaking. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that's the that that's. I, I don't want to say a fault, but because Diana's so well known, had it been a kind of a lesser known actress, it might have worked. Yeah. To the audience. But then the more I think about it, the more I think about the Shakespearean powers, and the more I don't care. The more I think, it's it's one of these films that doesn't take itself too seriously. You know who's yeah. doing the murders, you know, you know yeah. why yeah. he's murdering people straight yeah. from the yeah. yeah. It's like, and the, mud, the murders are done comically. Uh, oh. the, the, the things directed, you've got some really weird, I mean, even, even the tramps at the start, the, at one point they're kind of really, really... Kind of, you're thinking, oh, it's comical little kind of, yeah. And then they do the murder of, uh, is it Michael Horden? I think. Um, uh, is it Michael yeah, Horden at the Trans so. Kill? Yeah. And it's really, so. it's it done really, yeah. it's done really viciously and yeah. really viscerally, and you're just thinking. Yeah, actually, funnily enough, uh, it's actually close to a kill in the game Metal Gear Solid they've been playing recently. Mm. The whole face pressed up against the yeah yeah. The sh- Plastic sheet, and it's 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 really it really does. And you reminded me of something, and it really yeah. does just turn the film at one point. It, the, it, you get this throughout the film that it kind of j- just gets turned on its head, turning from tragedy to comedy and va- back again, and then kind of and and you're just thinking, 
That's Shakespeare as well. Shakespeare did that as well. The script works. I love this film. You yeah. can probably tell. Um, yeah, not the only one. <laughs> um, and it's not just the Shakespeare. I, 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 I can see because yeah, you're, you're right. That's one of the reasons. I'm thinking that's one of the reasons. You know, I, I mean, yeah. I, I love Shakespeare's writing. I love the staging of Shakespeare and all that. So this, the film does appeal to me on the fact that it's set around Shakespeare. It's yeah. set around. Old ham thespian actors, which yeah. is another thing that I love as well. You know, I know um, he's got a lesbian, is he? <laughs> thespian. Oh. <laughs> well, let's not talk about Vincent Price's sexuality. Um, <laughs> oh, <go> on, let's. <laughs> well, his daughter has been of late, and you're thinking, yeah, stop it. We already knew it's not news. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I, I digress. Um, There's one dude that was in that I recognise, and I, I have no idea who he was, but I thought. Was it the guy with the glasses? Don't, don't no. He was a big, he was a big fat dude. He was one of the extras. Oh, no, no, don't say out, don't say out, don't say out, don't say out. His two best lines, as far as I'm concerned, are from um, the Sea Devils. It's a mermaid. She can't resist us. You are referring to Dem uh, Declan Mulholland. Yes, yeah. and he was also I, I I can't remember which one it was. It might be the Androids of Tar or something like that. When he comes running and he goes, I have a message for the Doctor. Uh, and then it's I he will speak only to the doctor. Uh, that's not different. I, I think it's a different person in Android, but in in Sea yeah, Devils, it's definitely Declan right, Mulholland because yeah. Declan Mulholland has a, a a claim to fame in that he was the original Jabba the Hutt in Star Wars. Ah. He's uh, the guy that's uh, an, an Irish an Irish smuggler that comes up uh, dressed in fur and is the original Jabba the Hutt. It's Princess Leia. She can't resist us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If just you, if you took Leo on the CGI from yeah. the Jabba Hutt series special edition, and you would see him. Uh, he was and, uh, actually he's, there. He's still there. Right. Um. Uh, just a, a really nice guy. Um. And, and started out as an extra bit. And he's he's one of the he's one. So of he was the, there. He popped about. Yeah. I, I noticed him. I was eagle eyed. I was like, yeah. He's yeah. also he's one, the, he's one of the merry men in Time Bandits. He pops oh, yeah. up. He was always there. Right, he's yeah. he's in loads of stuff. But yeah, De Declan Mulholland. Yeah. It's, it, it's it was the older guy with the glasses who I've seen in a couple of other things recently and he can't remember his name. He's one who basically uh, Dan Mick shows up in the blonde wig in the miniskirt and kind of seduces oh, him um, away. Um, 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 oh. Yes. Um, yeah, I know him but I can't think of which. Oh, it'll come to me as research? soon as... We, what as, research? As, 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 as soon as you press the proper X on the computer, I'll remember. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I'm recording. Yes, we are recording. <laughs> yes. Oh no, we're um, recording yeah. last time. I take that yeah. back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Um, there, there's just so many. There's so many familiar seventies so faces. Yeah. So many seventies yeah. faces, and on top of that, you've got Vincent Price. Yeah. Just having Again. the absolute <laughs> fucking time of his life. Again, another yeah. actor. You got paid to do that as well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I mean, I, I was, I think. It I turned out I had actually seen some of this before. Right. Because yeah. I recognised the electric hairdryer kill. Right, yes. I've definitely yes. seen that at some point. Uh -huh. But in him as the hairdresser. Yeah. But I'd um, never figured that was Theatre of Blood. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember there being any sort of inkling of any comedy being played for laughs until the first murder. Yeah. Where he's like, he, he not goes up to the camera and, and he's looking for his head, his head to be swabbed. That, I mean, you know... <laughs> It was it was billed as a, a comedy, sort of comedy horror, 
I see, I was watching it, and until that point, I didn't see any comedy. But as soon as he did that, I was like, oh, fuck, you're having a laugh. You're having a major laugh. I don't laugh. think it ever defines itself as one or the other. It's, it's no, both. It's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's an odd one. It's, it's like... Um, if you see the 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 it's the murders. The, the th funny thing is, it's the murders that are played for laughs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, And and but the but the the whole sort of melodramatic acting as well. You know, him when he's kind of meeting up with the critics and yeah. he goes on to bark and it's all oh whoa yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're just thinking now is this the character? Is it the film? Is it is this? No, it's, does it doesn't matter. One, it's, no. It doesn't matter. No, 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 this is this is the character. That's yeah. the character's yeah. fantastic yeah. acting yeah. that's got him such love from his yeah, critics. It's, it's, <laughs> it's just yeah. it's one. But but yeah. the the thing is yeah. that Vincent, uh, I, I can't remember if it was yeah, it would be before Theatre Blood, uh, had just done uh, the two Doctor Fives films, mm. which are similar. It's kind of inventive mud does it's somebody being really melodramatic and really sort of and it's fully there that made life. me think this film was set in victorian times yeah yeah it wasn't um, until i started watching it, i was like all oh, right it's actually no, set yeah. in 1973 yeah yeah that surprised um, me as well i must yeah. admit yeah but um but yeah it's it, it, the whole thing just works on just a, a wonderful I'll, I'll do a level. quick plot explanation <laughs> just in case because I wasn't um, going to. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't I because um, basically theatre critics start being killed, murdered, murdered, um, disposed of, yeah. cooked, cooked target, murder, <laughs> uh, and it turns out it's a guy who the thought was all dead, a theatre actor who, who of, they, who, du of dubious oh, ability, oh, oh, dubious, dubious merit. Yeah, um, uh, who's who reckons his career was ruined by these critics who yes. didn't appreciate his performances. Yes. And so he basically... It was lambasted by yeah. the critics, basically. Um, and, 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 and you have to say, justifiably. Um, I don't know, I fucking enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, 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 the, criti yeah. the, the, the critics' criticism of them yeah. is justified because but, uh, you see his performances and see elements of uh, performances yeah. and you think, yeah, okay, the critics are right. Yeah. But then, in... In his twisted logic, his murdering of them and the method by which he murders them and the actual methodology is him convincing them that they're that wrong. Over here, yeah. You know, no, 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 I am, a, I am this great person that I think I am and you're the ones that's wrong. And this is me. So there is some sort of twisted logic yeah. to what he's doing, which makes it even more demented. Oh, and no, it's just poor, wonderful. Poor Eric Sykes. Oh. <laughs> oh. I, I've never expected Derek Sykes to die horribly yeah. in a film off screen yeah. as well. And, and never has he looked more like Sean Connery. It's, it's uncanny. It's weird. I, I, I can never get over that. That uh, there was at one point in time where Sean Connery and Eric Sykes looked exactly alike. It was around about 1971, 72. Isn't Sean, that when they swapped Sean, places? Sean, they could have done. Uh, Sean, I mean, Sean was doing Diamonds Out of Diamonds Out of Forever. And you look it's at actually some Eric Sykes and never say never again. <laughs> I, was, I was going more for Sykes for. <laughs> <laughs> Dear. Um, I'd watch that. Instead, instead of Spectre, Patty. Anyway, yeah. um. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it, it's just I I just I love the film and I never tire of watching. I I think I'd have been on my just, face throughout almost all of great. it. And and even even the horrific death deaths. I mean, especially the 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 beheading of Arthur Lowe. Yeah. It's it's quite horrific, but you're still kind of 
smirking on the inside. Yeah. Thinking, oh, this, because of the treatment of it, you've got the kind of wife sort of turning and saying, oh, hey, ah! Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's, it works on all it. And Di- Diana is just absolutely sublime in it. Just wonderfully. Just Which has brought up uh, another movie she's in, the Assassination Bureau, up my watch list. Because yeah. I've had it sat for ages and never gotten around to watch I it. Mean, I mean, I mean, Dan is just sexy most of the time, anyway. So, in my opinion, uh, but in this, she does kind of, she just kind of dresses as Jason King in this. Well, maybe not then, but um, but yeah. I, I noticed that but, she had she, she had the full makeup. She was dressed as a man, and she had very little makeup. Yeah, it seemed to yeah. show all aspects of, it's, of her. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 there's yeah, it's. But again, she's she's a kind of serious theatrical actress as well, and that comes across in the film as well because she's kind of do she's more understated when you compare it to Vincent, and it's kind of like mm. two gen- generations of. There's so many different aspects and different parallels and different sort of things you notice about the film. I, I it's, it's a bit like I've, I've said before that whenever I watch Wicker Man, I'll watch some little I'll see, I'll spot some yeah. little nuance on. Each each viewing. It's so like what I was watching Halloween. I like spot someone, and I was like, "Yeah, did have I ever noticed that before?" <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's one shot where I'm convinced Michael is standing behind some bushes, but no attention at all is drawn to it. So yeah. I'm not sure if it's my imagination yeah. or if it is actually him with it's the love of it on actually. Yeah. So, so I mean, yeah. Part of it is, as you say, my love of Shell yeah. of Sherlock, of Shakespeare. Love of the theatre. I, I mean, I love most of the aspects of the theatre anyway. And, and just the cast is brilliant. I mean, the, the cast is perfect. There's not one single person should not be in that yeah. role and should not be in that film. It is just perfectly cast. Uh, last what? last time we, uh, Gordon and I went for a film in the same year, I believe. Yeah. And you went for something left field, so I thought, right, how can we gang up again? And I thought, I know. It actually Gordon, Gordon and I have both chosen... Things about based on television. Yeah. And you went for theatre. <laughs> so well done. Good point, actually. I never thought of that. I wasn't sure if that was a deliberate attempt by us or not. No, I wasn't. I'm sitting thinking, there must be something I can pick on. I was like, yeah, yeah it was like theatre. I know, I was saying, it came to my mind that I was thinking, oh, that's funny. We'll both stop with televisions. Yeah. Yeah, that's good point. Two films about TV or based on TV. And it was only pure chance because if Wes Craven hadn't died, I wouldn't have chosen Shocker. I would have had something else in mind. But uh, maybe next year. (laughs) That's brilliant. So so we picked on the media in all the films. Wow. That's That's a Shocker. Yeah, it is. (laughs) And speaking of Shocker. (laughs) Uh, Moving on. Okay. Have I have I enthused enough? I uh, no, no, I. Oh, I, I, I can happily enthuse for another. T- it's just a lovely, lovely film. Yeah, I, I, but again, I just, just I mean, as I say, Ian Hendry's always been one of my my favourite actors. Massively understated, underrated, and just just wonderful. I, I I can't think of. I mean, difficult though he was, if you believe the press. I mean, I'm busy reading his biography at the moment, and yeah, he he had his problems. Um and uh, but I I can't think of any single time that he he hasn't given his all on screen, yeah. you know, um, not at all. Even even in his in his old age when he was kind of ill and kind of 
performing from the bottom end of a bottle, shall we say. Um, and just, you know, it, it, it's, it's the even screen at that, do you yeah. know? It's, it's just brilliant. And this, this is probably about the only, yeah, maybe the, the, there's maybe one or two films where Ian Hendry is the leading man. Yeah, so to speak, and this is one of them. The other one's possibly doppelganger, but then he got ousted by Voith and it's, or um, is that jumping to the far, far side? Yeah, so I was. It's, oh, very, oh, yeah. Okay, that's another one to. Yeah, I can lend you the blueberry. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I just got the blueberry. You're on really. your wish list as quick as you're ticking them off. <laughs> no, it is. It's already on the is watch it? list. Oh, it's, it's already there. It's a wonderful film. It's completely bonkers. But it's just a. This week I just went for a bit of seventies and eighties horror and talk is, and again part of the theatre of blood. There's just there's something about seventies movies. I don't mm. know because maybe I was born in seventy two, so kind of grew up during the same. There's something about seventies movies always just I think gets Dob- me. Doppelganger is sixteen. Yeah, sixty nine. Yeah, but uh, I mean watching Deathline, uh, also known as Mind the Gap. Yeah, where Mind the Doors actually. Uh, you do hear Mind the Gap as well. Okay. It's Mind, mind the Gap. Uh, stand clear of the doors. Mind the Gap. Okay. I, I'm not sure if it's Mind the Door. I think it's no, Mind the, the Gap. Was saying mind, the mind the Doors most of the time. You see that as well on the tube. Yeah. yeah. It's closing. Yeah, okay. Mind the doors, I, yeah. I, I remember Mind the Gap and I, I remember Stand Clear. Yeah, because you said that and I was listening out for Mind the okay. Gap and I was thinking, no, he's yeah. saying Mind okay. the, the Bloke. Uh, see, memory cheats. Yeah. Memory mind, cheats. mind the Gap is a, a jam song. Yeah, <laughs> which goes mind the gap. I think it just, yeah. I think it just goes. I will, I will just mind the gap. Yeah. But before we get on, I will just enthuse about this very briefly. It's Donald Pleasance is the grumpiest policeman you've ever seen. Absolutely fucking brilliant. Strategic cameo by Christopher Lee. Yeah, One which scene. is completely, which is completely pointless. But there yeah. we go. <laughs> but uh, it, it's imagine if Donald Pleasance had been a regular in the Sweeney, <laughs> and he's suddenly having to deal with. Cannibals and the underground. Yeah, that's Deathline. It's yeah. brilliant. And remade in the early two thousands as Creep. Ooh, I will have to look at that. It's not, but another. It's not officially, but and also I think another another, um, another fan, part of Deathline was the fact I'd been in all the with Frank Potent from uh, One Little Love. Oh, check that out. It's a, it's a yeah. good film. But uh, yeah, all the stations in the movie, I used quite a bit when I was living <laughs> down in London. So it's like, yeah, I've been there. It's, oh, but, de- uh, Deathline's wonderful. Uh, for, for nothing else, just Donald Pleasance just having the time of his life as just a grumpy bastard. Yeah, yeah. But a wonder. Uh, anything worth nicking. <laughs> and you've got to do not all the stuff about if there's trouble in my manner, I'm the one to deal with it. Uh, so yes, uh, shocker. Yes. Uh, wasn't my original choice. It was originally probably going to be Mr. Vampire, the classic Hong Kong comedy oh, horror. I've, never, I've not seen that. It would have been nice. But, uh, but Shocker was fine. Shocker yeah. was fine. Uh, but uh, with Wes Dying recently, uh, I rewatched Shocker because it, I think it tends to get forgotten. Mm. Uh, everyone remembers Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, no one seems to remember Shocker. And this. The I mean, not, not justifiably so, because it's actually no. a pretty good film. Shocker, I think, was actually the first Wes Craven movie I saw, because it came out early 90s on video. Because um, it was like 89, 89 in the cinema. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, it was part of, I think, the massive batch 
me and my housemate at the time bought from a local video shop we were having a big clearance of tapes without covers anymore oh, yeah. so they were selling loads of stuff for like one or two quid and we came back with about 50 tapes between us most of them dodgy action and horror movies <laughs> yes I remember the pile in the corner yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah local blockbuster yes uh, and yeah among them was stuff like Nightbreed Wanted Dead or Alive and Shocker was one of them and I've always just loved the movie. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's not, it's not a serious film or anything. It's a pure popcorn horror yeah. movie. Yeah. And it's just fun, and I love it. I think Mitch Pelleggi is fantastic in it. And this was before his turns in the X Files. Or oh, Sons of Anarchy. Or yeah. Anything, you know. Anything. I, I, don't, think, I, don't, I th- This was the first thing I'd seen him in. I think he'd only done a, a few bits and bobs on television. Yeah. And so it was a slight disconnect when he showed up in X Files. I'm like, that's Horace Pinker. <laughs> so I, did wasn't, I, wasn't, I didn't watch it to the end, but that wasn't the film's fault. That was just because I ran out of time, got Absolutely. sidetracked. But no, I thought was, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, Again, I, I, music. I, 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 I have, have a confession now, as well. Conf- I yeah. couldn't get a copy to watch. And I'm, <laughs> go, I'm going from memory, but I did watch it yeah. years and years ago. Um, I've got it on VHS. I've got it. Oh God! You remember the bit with the, the Christmas tree attacked? <laughs> yeah. That was brilliant. That was super. You remember that bit? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Is it at the end? <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's I don't get me there. But, uh, <laughs> no, I, I had the VHS, yeah. which is the the classic Guildhall video with the white border cover. Yeah. Just him in the electric. Uh, him in the electric chair, yeah. Yeah. which uh, which always reminds me of the the courtroom scene. In Ghostbusters two, yeah. some strange reason. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and I don't know why because the, like the, the imagery is just yeah. t- just nothing, not no way similar. Yeah. Same year actually, nineteen eighty nine. Yeah. It would be. But, well. uh, I mean, I haven't actually what we watched the original Nightmare on Elm Street quite recently, so you can mm. see, yeah, he's kind of doing the same thing again, but yeah. just with tweaks. That's fine. And, and does the same t- thing yeah. again with kind of Scream as well, yeah. to a degree. It's, and this yeah. time, instead of someone invading dreams, it's And someone... Deadly Friend. And, yeah. and, and pretty much all the boys, Griffin, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, serial murder, Horace Pinker, uh, played by Mitch Plaguey, uh, been murdering people around the town. Uh, young college football player, uh, John Hinn, starts getting premonitions of the murders and what's going to happen. Uh, turns out later this is because he's seemingly Horace Pinker's son, but was adopted, he was found mm-hmm. battered at a young age and adopted. Floating down the river in the hat box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hat box! Yeah, always, I've always, oh, Doctor Who's never yeah. far from my Yeah. <laughs> is that Moses' basket? Yeah. Oh, sorry. So, the combination of events, the uh, John Hunt's predictions he managed to catch Pinker execute him in an electric chair but just beforehand he's been he's been mucking Tinkering. about with, he's been mucking about with the electrics and talking to the static on his television and uh, made some sort of deal with something and uh, a little lassie from Portugal <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> and uh, Lo and behold, he gains magic electric powers yes. and can start jumping from body to body. And uh, eventually, uh, actually, not quite travel through the electric lines, but absorb power from them. Uh, near the end of the movie, they actually both enter the television channel 
never battle through a dozen television yeah. channels. Uh, just a fun. Mm-hmm. And again, just, I, it's another one of these films that doesn't take itself seriously yeah. at all. It, it's it's not making any attempts to be anything other yeah. than just a fun popcorn <laughs> horror movie. Yeah, and it's it's weird because um um again uh as I say I didn't revisit it. Yeah. But I, I was kind of recalling it from memory. And I remember that a few years later, I think it would be about 94 or 95, there's like a sort of serious take on it that's done by Gregory Hoblet, who did Highlander called Fallen. And it's uh, Denzel Washington is the, is the copper. And again, but in that one, it's kind of a Satanist that's going and jumping between the bodies and all oh, that. Right. And it's a, it's a, it basically is a serious take yeah. on Shocker. And it's not until you kind of, having seen that and then kind of thinking back to Shocker, you wouldn't have done it the other way around. You yeah. wouldn't have remembered at the time watching Fallen thinking, oh, wait a minute, this is Shocker. It's not until you go back to Shocker having seen Fallen, you think, hang yeah. on, this is a this serious a take on Shocker. Um, but it's, yeah, it's weird. It's, yeah. uh, it's, it's, it's um, when I find my copy of Shocker yeah. to watch, uh, finally, and reappraise, um, I shall. Well, I'll, last I'll, night you'll learn the next. The one enduring image I have of that I, film is, I'm going to use his X Files name, but whatever you do, do not give Skinner any lip. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that scene even now kind of makes me go ooh a bit. Yes. Yeah. Uh, now that I did admit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. But yeah, there's some fun with. Pink are jumping between the bodies. Yeah. Uh, one point into like a five year old girl, who of course when Jonathan kind of confronts her, a mum appears and says, "Get away from her." Mm-hmm. Uh, he ends up giving all the people kind of heart attacks, which uh, results in at one point he possesses Jonathan's father, who fakes a heart attack to get Pink out of him mm-hmm. before he dies. Uh, there's the ghost of his dead girlfriend shows up. Uh, to help him out <laughs> with the the magical neck with the, the magical necklace. It wasn't magical when you gave it to him, but the magical necklace. The the, the MacGuffin. Bought, yeah, the MacGuffin. <laughs> it wasn't magical when he gave it to her. We still talking about the necklace. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because Pink has kind of found out that Jonathan's the guy who's been kind of tra- chasing him. Mm-hmm. So he basically goes kills his girlfriend. He's already killed his. Most of his foster family just by pure coincidence. Everybody, basically. Hell yeah, yeah. If that five-year-old girl who spits and says, "Come on, you fucker!" Yeah. If she gets into trouble at school, do Dri- not blame the parents. Yeah. <laughs> do not blame the parents. Driving the blame the director. Right. One point, driving the world's quietest JCB digger. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. It's something they've start noticing in movies as things sneaking up on you. Like a JCB digger. Yeah, I did notice that because he, he, he didn't even see it coming. Yeah, it was, or, yeah. or people with trailing axes. No, we won't go on with that one. Yeah. Sorry. No, that got lost in the the the, in the swamps. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, Timothy Leary shows up as a preacher. Yes. On uh, one of the TV channels. Uh, at one point, uh, Pinker and John had actually crashed into the studio during the uh, run through. All the different channels. Uh, Actually, it was weird that the, the, the running through of from channel to channel always reminds me of Stay Tuned a bit as well. Yeah. 
Uh, the song was trying to track down a movie on a program I'm on recently, and my actual first suggestion was shot because I just watched it the night before. Right. It was actually Stay Tuned, he was remembering. Um, uh, oh, there was um, also um, Waxwork too Lost John, John in Time. Ritter, Pam, John oh, Ritter, Pam Dauber. Pam Dauber, I uh, couldn't remember her son name, Mindy. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, the Chuck Jones animated segment. Yes. yes. Oh. Brilliant film, brilliant film. Uh, great. Anyway, Basically, the the, the, the devil is a cable TV uh, <laughs> salesman in that film. It's, yes, it's fun. It's it's uh, yeah. Yeah, but because uh, but fun. Yeah, shocker. Kind of the, the, the final one through is uh, John and Horace both somehow magically into the television and start jumping through the channels. They exit in one household where John and manages to get the remote control. So you can start switching the towels and actually pause, rewind, uh, pinker to trap them. Yeah. And I mean, the, the one thing that I thought during that was that the, the video effects used actually hold up very well. Mm. Even though there's obvious superimposed light, because it's meant to be a, a TV transmission, even yeah. if there's obvious CSO lines or whatever. Yeah, that's television. That's so. technically what you would do. Yeah. And there's just some yeah. really nice effects used in there. That's the way you look when you go into that reality yeah. and nobody mm-hmm. can tell you otherwise. And yeah, just a, a great fun... Again, fun, fun, fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, fun home. It's just, I think it's one of the... Again, I'd rented it out before I actually bought it, but it was, I think, one of the earliest horrors I kind of went out and got myself. Because I was more a sci-fi kid than a horror kid. Really, mm-hmm. and it was just the cover. I thought, oh, and it, I think they read about it in Starburst magazine. And I thought, oh, this sounds fun. Maybe five minutes you go, no, but I know you're going to. Yeah. No, but I yeah. know you're going to, and that'll be funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so can't think of anything else to say. Let's see, much And and I'm just completely lost in thought here because. It's just dawned on me that the last episode of Doctor Who goes out on my birthday. It has actually worked out that the last episode of Doctor Who goes out on my birthday. Finally. Jesus. You'll be happy now. <laughs> I hope it holds <laughs> up. <laughs> it's like me suddenly that is, that is, It's, no, it's, it's just, like me chatting about the Halloween It was thing. you saying channel hopping and, I, and I'm suddenly mm. kind of... Kind of I, I, How did I, you work that out? Because you worked out last last. I worked out the, other, the, the last um, podcast and I worked out that no, it's, it's finishing a week early. But yeah. no, I've just worked out now... No, it finishes on December the fifth. It has to because there's five episodes to go. So that's four in November and the last one in the in the first weekend of December. Reschedule. <laughs> <laughs> no, good, good stuff. That's that. I'm quite sure for that. That's it's very very seldom happens. That's weird. That does explain. Well, so, uh, that does explain why it's it's only once before being on uh, uh, transmitted on Halloween as well. Yeah. Because it's only once been transmitted on my birthday. Before. Yeah. And the time it was transmitted on Halloween was the first time it could have been transmitted on yes. Halloween. <laughs> now, I, by the I time the date came round again, yeah, it either it's, wasn't it's, on on a Saturday anymore. Yes, it's Planet of the Giants. Planet of the Giants episode yes, one. Because the, 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 the previous episode that's been on my birthday is one of the Dalek invasions, I yeah. think, if I remember rightly. But yeah. I watched that again, Planet of the Episode. Planet of the Apes episode. Planet of the episodes. Planet of the episodes. Planet of giants. Planet of the episodes. Is it Planet of giants or the Planet of giants? I think. Planet of giants. Planet of giants. Planet of episodes. Uh, and, uh, I'm afraid that Mr. Uh, Harrow still cracks. This, me up this week, the Doctor. DS. This, 
the insects. And he keeps getting these lines like, like, S's in them. It's, it's like the chewing the fat sketch. Yeah, that's exactly yes. who it reminds me of. And he keeps getting thrown in this line. I mean, what, what's, what, what's the problem? What's the DN6 insecticide? <laughs> it's secret. <laughs> it's someone. It's, someone I, it's, was evil. It's, sorry, it's, not, it's, it's still not as funny as uh, when Chris Eubank was uh, introducing Top of the Pops. <laughs> and they got him to introduce. They were going down. Well, they were going down the chart, uh-huh. and Chris Eubank had to say, "And now at uh, number seven, it uh, thugged with Thelia." <laughs> this clip exists. Is it seriously <laughs> at number seven? It thugged <laughs> with Thelia. <laughs> seriously, and it is. Yeah. And you're just thinking. Uh, this this could this could not have been this has to have been fixed. It had to uh, be either number seven or number six. Sugs <laughs> Sugs with Cecilia. <laughs> Did they have a picture of Jotty Wilson in the back? Yeah. No, no. Michael, it's depending on who you believe was either deliberate or not. Ah, um, <laughs> Michael. I'll come back to it. I'll come back okay. To it. Okay. Okay. That's okay. If you explain, I'll come up with the the, mm. the name you're looking for. <laughs> no, I possibly. Don't well, it doesn't work the other way around. Yeah. Okay. No, 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 Michael Barrymore. Oh, oh right. yeah. When Michael right, Barrymore yes. went and got an award, he was getting an award from Jonathan Ross, and he went to Jonathan Ross and says, I, "People always say you're a top ranker." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. What? So what, what never happened to Michael Barrymore? We got into never a hot care. spot. What was a hot <laughs> spot? Not, not a good spot. <laughs> Uh, allegedly, should pull his resources. Allegedly, I have to say, in fairness. Yes, yes. Allegedly, um, yeah. But he was very of his time. I think the big Christ, we really are going on a tangent now. Yeah. He, yes, he was very of his time. I think big his appearance on Big Brother sort of showed that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Never ever watched Big Brother. So <sighs> he was on Celebrity Big Brother. I know he was on it, but and yeah. thought it funny to go and dress up as Hitler and do an impersonation. Him and Pete Burns definitely kept the uh, the, the, the candle burning. They were up to like 3, 4 in the morning most yeah, days yeah, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. on that particular thing. Him and Pete Burns and then... Yeah. When, when, when uh, uh, Galloway and Will Lenska weren't pretending to be cats. Aye, yes. <laughs> that was one of the... Yeah, sorry. That's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely gone on a tangent now, sorry. Oh, no, 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 we mentioned Big Brother earlier, so... Yeah, we're, 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 we're sticking with the television. We're still on the tangent. We're trying to make up for the missing part, too. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so a, a successful anyway. video of Amber this time. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yep. Shocker, I remember enjoying. Uh, I As soon as I find it, I shall give it a rewatch yeah. because um, this has kind of prompted me to kind of remember bits and bobs and kind of remember it being better than I... possibly better than I remembered. Um, so yeah, I, I shall be definitely giving it a, a revisit. As if this shouldn't have given me a but I couldn't yeah. find the bloody tape, which is a bit annoying. But there you go. Um, Theatre Blood, obviously, I, I love anyway, and Videodrome's 
just another one of these that from your childhood is kind of, yeah. kind of it's there in the back of your mind and you remember loving it then and kind of the, the older you get the more you kind of appreciate yeah. it and the more and you understand it video kick started my kind of my watch list of all horror stuff I've never seen to write mm. okay start going through the list yeah so it's The Exorcist Rosemary's Baby there's a few other bits and pieces but I think so. as a kid I think the, the only sort of thing that drew me to Videodrome was the, the possibility of Debbie Harry getting a kill but that was me as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> and Andrew's gone suddenly quiet, so I have a feeling that that might have been an incentive as well. <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't actually at that time. Right. Okay. No. no, I used to have a poster of Debbie having. No, I just more. happened to stumble across. Like I say, I'd come in from somewhere and it must have been on. And yeah, very weird first experience watching yeah. it, I have to say. <laughs> yeah. so, um, I, I, was, I was glad to see Horror Express was on BBC Two the other night, uh, 20 past one in the morning. Oh, I missed it. Damn. Yeah. Oh, well. I've got it. It was only about 20 minutes after someone had actually uh, again, the commentary to Evan Dawkins who joked about the Quincy Punk episode uh, said, uh, don't let the Halloween hipsters fool you. Horror Express greater than Polar Express. <laughs> well, I, I, I love the, um, it's kind of, it's been discussed on Facebook so I'll bring it up now since we are talking Halloween yeah. and kind of Halloween traditions is that um, the Horror Channel is um, about to bring back an old tradition. Pardon me, um, but uh, yes, the the old horror double bill Yay. is going out on Saturday nights on the Horror Channel, and yes, it's two hammers back to back. Yeah. I will be in my element because um, yeah. well, MC and Justin. Why <laughs> <laughs> oh, MC and Mike? If you don't read Marvel comics, MC and, and Armand. <laughs> no, um, yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, that's it's good. Oh, and recommended uh, if you if you uh, go on to uh, I don't normally order from Amazon, but I made the exception with this one. If you go on to uh, Amazon France, who do pay their taxes, as far as I know, um, uh, you can get a double bill on DVD of Dracula's Risen from the Grave. Not a great one, and Taste the Blood of Dracula for about a fiver. I don't know about I don't know about taxes in in France, but I know Joe the taxi has been paid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, Vanessa Pavardi. Yeah. No, yes. no, it was a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just, just randomly, really good French horror movie, a uh, zombie movie called The Horde. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, the Hod, so H-O-D. The, the Hod, H-O-R-D-E. Ah, right. Oh, yeah. it's Would that not be the Hod? The Hod. Oh, okay. okay. That's how you say it. Now, I was thinking Hod, so it's like... Oh, you're you carrying bricks. I, Sorry, it's, 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 I, I have a bit of a speech impediment. Yes. No, 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 that's okay. That's I, 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 I was thinking, I think it was, I think it was, I think it was, I was thinking it was, as in a Hod of, a Hod or something, you know, but... No, as in an evil Hod of, yeah. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah, I suppose it is, yeah. Yeah. I've just got, I've just got a, 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 an idea for the film now of uh, encasing people in the brick house. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's basically a, a police crew, one of, the, uh, one of the team got shot by a drug dealer. So they decide they're going to pay a visit to a lot of flats and take this drug dealer out. While they're up there, for dealing fine. with the drug dealer, a zombie outbreak happens. Oh. So it's a tower block, a bunch of cops, a bunch of criminals, heavily armed. And a zombie apocalypse. So kind of a supernatural raid. Yeah, dread. Oh, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah similar sort of thing to dread. This was a year before or so. 
It was a year or two before. There was an awful lot of yeah. Tower Block sort of yeah. diehard types. Well, not quite diehard, but similar vein yeah. sort of. Because you had, you had Tower Block, which is yeah. the British take on it, with uh, Sheridan Smith, yeah. which is damn good, recommended. Um, the film, not Sheridan Smith. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, and you had the raid, and you had yeah. Dread, and, and, and the, yeah. Yes. These things all come along and sort of. The best, the best way to run away from a terror is to, well, well is, to, is to run away. If you yeah, can't yeah. escape, you can't yeah. escape <laughs> then. Um, yeah. But this was, this was just one of these ones that he had a little bit of word of mouth about and just picked up randomly in a shop and turned out to be really good. Oh, and uh, breaking news uh, before we finish, oh, just, yeah. just, just as we are actually uh, taping this podcast, the breaking news is that Star Trek is coming back in January 2017. Uh, as a television series, um, about bloody time. About bloody time. I've been, let, dem- I've let, been let, demanding my spaceship show for five years yes. now, and now I'm getting a spaceship. <laughs> to, show. to quote something that might have been said in part two, so I'm, I'm about to quote something you may not have actually even heard. Let's not count our chickens. But it's nice to sort of have a kind of a, a hopefully big budget. I I kind of trust CBS. I what there's at least three of their shows with ensemble casts that I watch and I enjoy them all so mm-hmm. just cherry pick from them have you know Linda Hunt Miguel Ferrer Mark Harmon it, Ollie uh, Pavette and Scott Bakula all on the ship that'll do it all depends on who they put in charge yeah that's the thing and also what timeline they're going to follow I know who's going to be put in charge you the say captain. Stephen Moffat <laughs> no even, even more obtuse than that where's the crusher <laughs> Actually, that um. Now, nowadays, con- consider- up, considering up, his see? geek credentials mm-hmm. at, at this point in time, I would not be against Will Wheaton having something to do with it. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Seriously. Yeah. Seriously. Cannon. Yeah. Cannon. It has to be Wesley Crusher. <laughs> it can't be. Can't be. Can't be. Can't be. So many well, years your Conrad was Cannon. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that would be a completely different yes. show while beating in it. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, old joke, but yeah. I, I don't care. <laughs> oh, uh, hey, hey, we we kept the old season four joke running. It's another, <laughs> another old favourite bat. Um, anyway, yeah, we, can't, I, we can't have a new Star Trek series because well, well, because Leonard Nimoy isn't there to help kickstart it. Ah, well, too bad. So. Just stuck with it. Uh, but yeah, no, I, um, I, I, I kind of agree. Um, but the thing is, as long as the baton's being passed to someone nah. that kind of knows how to do it, I mean, I, I, I think to a degree the, the Star Trek film, handing it to J.J. Abram was... Desperation. <laughs> well, he says himself that he wasn't familiar with the Star Trek lore, but, and then you see another interview and he says he's a massive fan, so I'm, I'm, I'm never quite sure... <laughs> I'm never quite sure with J.J. Abrams. I mean, he says he's not a big Star Wars fan, and yet, having seen, <laughs> the, tra- yet having seen the trailer, I think he does protest too much. Yes. Um, so, I'm, I'm, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, uh, I've been... I've been... As, like you say, don't never count yeah. the chickens. It depends where they're going, who's going to be in charge. Yeah. You know, It's nice to see that they're kind of planning on bringing it back. Let's wait and see what they produce. All, all I want is my show with a spaceship going places and having adventures. 
I do have one of them at the moment with Star Wars Rebels, but, you know. Yeah, but we got that with Voyager. And that didn't turn out so good. Yeah, but I want a good one. Oh, okay. That's, <laughs> that's, that's all I think. Ah, but... Thing, it's been but, 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 Deep Space Nine doesn't follow that criteria. And in yeah. my opinion, I think it's the best Star Trek. Nah. Nah. Really? <laughs> Seriously? I, I, oh, th- this this is for another podcast. Comparing the Star Trek. No, I, t- I, I still love the original Trek more than any others. Um, but actually... I, I'll, I'll buy that. No, yeah. I, I'll say specifically... What I would call my Star Trek is the movie era, original crew stuff. Because uh, that's how I got into Trek. I never really watched the series. Mm-hmm. I caught the occasional episode and stuff. And that's, you know, that's, had, that's a good point. And you know, I had the die-cast metal enterprise that fired the discs and stuff. I still have mine. Yeah. But <laughs> and the Klingon cruiser. I was um, never what you would call a fan of the series, but then I saw okay. the movies. And again, it took a while for the movies to kind of take effect, but... Uh, yes, yes. And it was partly the DC With comics the, as well that was yes, hit during that yes, era. Yes. I was like, yeah, this is my Star Trek. Kind of the in-betweeny bits that we didn't see in the movies where Savick's a regular crew member. There's a there's a spaceship full of cats. As, as opposed to as, as opposed to the Marvel in-betweeny bits between the motion picture and Marvel yeah, yeah, Yeah. Which were pretty crap, as I recall. The haunted house in space. Yes. Yes. I I I kind of agree with you there. I mean, uh, it's it's a bit like Doctor Who. Your first Doctor is the one that is always going to be your favourite because that's the one that you are weaned on, so to speak. Basically, you cannot beat Doctor McCoy. It's as simple as that. Doctor McCoy is second bestest Doctor. Um, After Doctor Who, of course. Yeah, I, I, I always go for the grumpy, realistic people. It was the same as I loved O'Brien in I was going to say, I think that's possibly why I quite like DS9, because it's got its grumpy character yeah. as well. Um, it's the same character Vo- in, Voyage, in the first, in the first Voyager, Star Trek. Voyager yeah. had its grumpy character as well. Unfortunately, it was the fucking captain. <laughs> <laughs> the same, and the same character in yeah. the original Star Trek, the, the pilot. It's different, different actor. Yes, but it was the same character. He's got the yeah. the alcohol problem, the grumpiness, the yeah. the cuts in here. No, no, he doesn't have an alcohol problem. He's he he has not he he has a problem with rules on alcohol. Let's say you're not allowed to have the alcohol, and he has a bottle for medical purposes. Oh, the, yeah, um, yeah. This is the yeah, yeah, the second pilot where no man's yes, yes, gone yes, yes, for, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. true. Because, uh, but even even and in the, the first pilot in, in in the cage. Um, the the captain goes and visits the doctor, and it's that's what I mean. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, because he goes to the doctor because yeah. he calls uh, him Doctor yeah. Barman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's his. He's his sounding yeah. board. Yeah. Yes, he's a traditional captain. Same character, although it's played by McCoy. I'm getting myself now. Is McCoy in where no man has gone before? No, no. McCoy doesn't come. Which is odd because it's my favourite episode. Yeah. McCoy doesn't come in until uh, the first episode filmed with him is Corbin Night Maneuver. Yeah, I think Vanaba is the same, I think. The first episode, the pilot, it was some Chinese looking woman. Who's um, what's this? Babylon 5. Babylon 5. Uh, not Vanaba doesn't turn up until the series. Yeah, it's, no. it's, um, but in the first, no, but the point is in the first film, the, oh. the, the actress, she based something about coffee as well. She mentions something about a coffee plantation, and later on in Babylon 5, Claudia Christian's character mentions coffee, so again, it's different actors, yeah. it's, it's the same tr- yes. character yeah. line. Same it's, it's, it's a very different character, a lot of the, uh, the traits and yeah. the storylines yeah. are It's Tamlin's meeting pilot, isn't it? 
Yes, it is. Yeah, yep. yep. Um, and and the doctor in the pilot as well yeah, is it's yeah, it's, yeah. Um, it's Doctor Saki or Siki yeah. or something. I'm, I'm, I hope it's no Doctor Siki. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it, it, it's, 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 it's always it's, happens. So there's always at least a couple of changes in cast between. Yeah, I may be confused because there was a, there was a character called Sykes. Because because I always remember the one Captain character, Sinclair's girlfriend yeah. is Sykes. Because the one character I didn't like from the the backdoor pilot episodes of NCS New Orleans was the guy who didn't survive past the backdoor pilot. Oh, yeah. And, and gets replaced the 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 by the guy with the glasses. Um, um, the guy that was in American Gothic, it's, isn't it? I don't know. I've never, watched, never oh, seen okay, American okay. Gothic. I'm maybe getting confused now. Um, the guy, the guy, who, the guy who's in League with the Shadows in the pilot he's, stand, he's sitting there in the frigging yes. Bad 1-5 console he's in, room. He's in, he's in CNC. Yeah. Uh, it could be Mr. worse. Warden. You could uh, be shot in the previous scene and still be on the bridge in the next scene. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> Space Mutiny. Uh, <laughs> Last Hatchies, Punch uh, Rock Boy. Big yeah. McLeod Huge. But yeah, uh, like, as I said, Doctor, yeah. uh, the, your first Star Trek is the one that you're weaned yeah. on and it's probably still going to be. So for me... <laughs> mine was Star Trek, motion picture. Oh dear. Uh, mine is the, in mine, long order. Mine is the original series. Yeah. I, I used to watch it Monday night, 7.45, with my gran. Yeah. And that would be my first mm-hmm. exposure to Star yeah. Trek. But I think probably even before Doctor For me, kind of Star Trek 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. That's my Star Trek. Um, right there. No, I'd, 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 I'd buy that. Yeah. If I, if I could buy one Enterprise toy, it would be the big movie <laughs> yeah. Enterprise. With the, with the slim nozzles. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. So, so yes, I'm, I'm hopeful. I've been wanting... I've, I've been surprised it's taken this long. Really, we kind of the last few years the resurgence of geek and nerd culture. The thing is, it's been a resurgence in kind of fantasy and supernatural. It's that there's not been a, a resurgence in proper science fiction. Mm, yeah. Um, which hopefully, I mean, it's, it's gonna it's gonna be what almost a year away. That that's gonna be tough because the work that means they're working on the film for summer release next year but it's completely and set TV and TV it's because it's Paramount do the movies Paramount do the movies in CBS yes yeah. well they're, they're the same which, is, po- same which is possibly another reason it's taking so long because uh, the TV rights and the movie rights were yeah. uh, two separate things it may also scupper another movie as well so it's that makes it interesting where they're going to go with the next movie they could go anywhere with the next movie I'd be I'd be okay if it went no start. I I don't mean this in a bad way. I would be okay if we got a TV series and that actually stopped any more movies. But then I really didn't like Into Darkness, so. Um, and we don't know what the next movie's going to produce either. Because JJ's kind of taking a back step because he's busy, he's busy doing something else. Yeah, it's uh, Justin Lin. Uh, <laughs> some other shit. Yeah. <laughs> some other shit. <laughs> some, <laughs> some other, some some other, other some little, some, some other franchise. You know, doing. science yeah. fiction, <laughs> hokum. Yeah. Uh, um, can't mind the name of it. Um, star. Uh, War of the Stars. Yes. Yeah, star, yeah. star. 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 Star Truckers. That's it. Star Truckers. Star Sun. He's bringing. He's bringing. He's coming back. Brilliant! Somebody else that knows about Star Trek. Yeah. Who's lies it anyway? Years yes. and years before. Pretty much. Anyway. Pretty much. But yeah, how how can anyone do? Sorry, I'm, this is really going on a tangent now. How can anyone write a book about the goodies and not mention Star Trek? Anyway, um, that. Yeah, I know, exactly. Yeah, because it was Grim Garden and Tim Burton. 
Timbo, it, it was, uh, I think Graham did uh, presenting on it, Bernard Cribbins did presenting on it. But yeah, you, but, the Bernard Tim, Cribbins Tim, episodes are the ones I remember. But Tim and Bill and all that were always on the guest list. Yeah. And there's, there's a book out there by Robert Ross, uh, The Goodies Book, it was one of the first it was done. And it doesn't mention Star Tongue in any way, shape oh, or form at all. Just you should write a stern letter it, to his publisher. It, it mm. was it was suitably um, uh, uh, correct, corrected by uh, Andrew Pixley's book, which is called Super Chaps Five. Sorry, Super, Super Chaps Three, yeah. which is a brilliant book. Highly recommended. Kaleidoscope Press. Um, yeah. and it's, bring out it's, a supplement part we, two. We, <laughs> we, we like the start on year. Yeah. We like the <laughs> Pixley. I mean, I, I I quite like some of Robert Ross's writing, but he certainly dropped the ball there. It just, you know, you mentioned Star Tan, it yeah. was quintessentially a, like kind of a sequel to the goodies. It was kid, goodies, goodies kid for kids. Oh, I mean, goodies was for kids. Well, <laughs> John Cleese. Allegedly, uh, allegedly. <laughs> the Alice show certainly worked. I really don't think that they would pass muster nowadays on Bill Oddie's bare arse in children's television somewhere. <laughs> Doesn't quite work. Anyway, I digress. Anyway. <laughs> so yes, coming back. Starter's coming back. The goodies good. isn't, but <laughs> we have gone off on the tangent. Who would you cast yeah. in a goodies? Anyway. No, I'm not going to do <laughs> Who would I'm... you cast in a goodies reboot? Oh dear. Oh, um, God, I'm, well, I've got a hope no. of going. <laughs> <laughs> we'll stop there. That's it for this episode. Yes. Um, uh, apologies for part two. Yes. When, when, you, when you eventually hear it, somehow, if we do a reboot, Apologies for when you do email as well. I'll tell them what, I'll email GCHQ. <laughs> they <laughs> might have it. It's in Geneva. Yeah. Along with the big. Yes. <laughs> great, great hand to trap one. Can you please vote him? Yeah, to trap one. Please, can you send us a temp file? <laughs> nah, my best one, Sam. We, we, we got eagle. top. <laughs> eagle, eagle. Abort, abort, abort! Yep, sound just like an eagle, yeah. I mean, in in my head, I'm just hearing the "you fucked up, you fucked up" chant going. Uh, the 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 law of diminishing returns. The the longer we went on, the more there would be some sort oh, yeah. of fuck up. We've done it now, and we, we can move yeah. on now. So far, it's been stuff like slightly buzzy episodes. We it's the first yeah. thing we've actually lost something. So on yeah, the horror epi- on the horror episode, yeah, it's That's just uncanny. And mm. was it Friday the Thirteenth this month? It was, wasn't it? It was, it was Friday the 13th but for this month as well, yes. Okay, it was a d- bit of a delay, but yeah. got to us in the end. Yeah. Anyway, um, oh. yes. So, um, so, that's good night for me. So, to summarise, uh, three good yeah. Halloween films that we would recommend to everyone, I think. Yes. Yes. Um, Star Trek's back. Uh, recommendations uh, for me, Spectre. Uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead. Ash vs Evil Dead if you can find some way to watch it mm-hmm. uh, it's a bit tricky at the moment because nowhere in the UK has picked it up but you know hopefully you've got your very own uh, Nigel, Nigel Nigel the magic internet cat Ni- Nigel mm-hmm. the, the magic yeah. um, to, uh, bring you cat collar with an u- attached to, USB to bring uh-huh. you your fun horror happiness and with that it's a good night for me and uh, good night and homeward bound from Andrew. Yes. And 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 and, and a good night and a, and an electric switchover from me. Good night. Good night. <laughs>